Hey, if if we get uh, if we get Bernie Sanders, then uh, we won't have to worry about that. Yeah, everybody will be smoking pot freely. I uh, well, I don't think they should smoke it freely. I think they should do it responsibly. <laughs> no, you know freely. that's why a lot of that's why a lot of pharmaceuticals are like do do not operate heavy equipment. <laughs> you know. That doesn't mean you should take yeah. 12 Percocet and go on a forklift. <laughs> Even last night. I doesn't to... mean you should smoke weed and go for a ride. <laughs> I, I think not... you should smoke weed and like, I don't know, hang out on your back porch. Listen to you, dad. Jesus. Yeah. How is that dad? I'm actually for the legalization of marijuana. <laughs> just I just want you to do it responsibly. I don't want you to, you know. Oh, look, uh, we're stoned. Good thing we have this firing range we can go to. <laughs> Well, you see, you always take things to the extreme. That's not what I implied whatsoever. But you just kind of well. If that I in don't there. go to the extreme, then then nobody has perspective. <laughs> they don't get what I'm talking about. It has to be extreme, like Mountain Dew <laughs> or the X Games. All right, you ready? Yes. Do you feel comfortable enough to start? Yeah. Now that we've traveled back to the '90s, yes. Ah, oh, what a great time! It really was, Rich. The '90s was great. Brought us the toadies. You know, every time I've tried to start, it's your fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lauren's not here. I know. Now all bets are off. All bets are off, baby. Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 50. We're coming to you from the Stud at 25.8 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Owls. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Mark Denebaum. Did you, what did you just do? I'm did, James. Did you break wind? I'm James Barrett. What was I that just, noise? I just coughed. Oh, that was a cough? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I run 25.8. And then our, our guest, uh, James Barrett, is dying over there. Yeah. Because I made him laugh, so now yeah. he has to cough uncontrollably like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Hear, see it? Hear it. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> What's going on the site, man? So he, he is a, a young local uh, singer-songwriter who has a new CD coming out called uh, One More. And uh, so it, it actually, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, the CD will be out for purchase. Is that true? It is true. All right. Good night. And then uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, we have the uh, the CD release show as well. Yeah. So, uh, and we're all, we'll also talk about uh, NEPA Scene's Got Talent, which uh, goes back uh, tonight as well, um, Tuesday at 7, and it'll be every Tuesday at 7 at uh, Thursdays uh, for the next 12 weeks. So, uh, please join us for that. Uh, in terms of the site, a um, lot of announcements today. Um, oh, it's Monday, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, and Mondays I get bombarded with them usually. <laughs> the big one was uh, that comedian Amy Schumer is going to be at the uh, Mohegan Sun Arena in Wilkes-Barre on April 9th. Uh, so that was a big announcement. Everybody uh, shared the hell out of that. Uh, it was probably <laughs> the first time that this, this the, I, I've seen anything come out. Like, uh, the arena usually gets people like, you know, a few years after they're famous, you know, but this is like, you know, Amy Schumer's still, uh, you know, uh, pretty, pretty relevant right now. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Hope she's not stealing jokes. <laughs> I'm just, I don't even know if she does. I'm just, yeah, I, I don't. TMZ said it was true, so I must believe it. Yeah, I don't know how much <laughs> I believe that. I mean, it, 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 that, that kind of goes either way with. Well, do you uh, know what bothers me is that, is that like, just like music, there's so many chords and so many different ways that you can play them. Right. That eventually something is going to sound redundant. Yeah. 
that has to go for observational comedy. Yeah. Exactly. There's only so many things you could talk about. Yeah, like 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 uh, who was the lady that cut off uh, the guy's pee-pee? What was his name? What was her name? Oh, Lorraine Bobbitt. Yeah. I, you had to hear the same joke like a thousand times from like 400,000 different comedians yeah, just about. Uh, you know, and, uh, and nobody accused anybody else of ripping anybody off at that time. Right. So Amy Schumer didn't steal shit. In in your uh, in your view, anyway. In in my myopic estimation, yes. <laughs> Without all the facts or a, you know, a severe inquiry. Sure. <laughs> so uh, White Snake is coming to um, Mohegan Sun Pocono, the uh, the casino. Is that David Coverdale? On uh, July second, yes, David Ooh. Coverdale. One of the best albums ever, uh, James. You should you should get it. It's called Coverdale Page. Coverdale. It was Page. Jimmy Page and David Coverdale did an album together. It's incredible. Okay. Just so you know. Yeah, a lot of people I think when they think White Snake, they just think, you know, the 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 big teased hair in the eighties and stuff again. like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. But he he has a lot of other uh, you know, great music and Coverdale stuff, Page you know. album was awesome. I mean, this is a guy who was from Deep Purple, so you know, there's there's a lot a lot of other stuff going on there. Yes. A lot of deep a lot of deep purple stuff going on. Going on. <laughs> uh Three Doors Down is coming to uh Sands Bethlehem uh Venn Center on uh May nineteenth. I think they were voted the ugliest band in rock and roll. <laughs> the ugliest? Not not a bunch of I mean, look guys. At, yeah, looking at the picture, I, I guess I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. They all look like they're descendants of sloth from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's anything that rock music has taught us, it's that uh, as long as you have enough hits, uh, people will sleep with you anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Nickelback. <know>. Right. <laughs> Creed. <laughs> <laughs> So just me or did Scott Stapp always look like the villain from the 80s movies? Oh, totally. Okay. I'm, I'm just curious there. <laughs> James, you're killing me. You need a I, lozenge I, or something. I don't know what yeah. is going on. Was, am I allowed to say a bad word? or I, almost, I, almost I said, don't know. Are your parents going to approve? I, I almost said the F word. and know if, that was, if this is you know for all ages. or It's not. Okay. No. Yeah. The same people that listen to this are not the people who like only allow their kids to watch Pixar films. Okay. So if that gives you any context to it. Fuck. Do you, now that you got that off your phlegmy chest, do you feel better? <sighs> <laughs> what else is going on past three doors down? Uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yes. Uh, at Penn Speak and Jim Thorpe on June 24th. Um, King Radio, who uh, has uh, the uh, the drummer, AJ Jump, is from our area. Um, uh, so is the bass player. Yep, uh, they're from they're they're, they're going to play the uh, Kirby Center, uh, the Chandelier Lobby in Wilkes-Barre with uh, Suze uh, from uh, Kingston. That is on May fifth, and oh, we also have uh, we have a bunch of photos from uh, Fuzz ninety two one's first uh, cardboard box sled derby at Montage <laughs> Mountain, which was pretty awesome. Oh, that was the one we wanted to go to, but we didn't. Yeah, we totally didn't. <laughs> but Lauren cold. did. Well, Lauren, I saw Lauren, <laughs> I was at the cultural center last night for rain and I was standing outside and a real shady SUV drove by mm -hmm. and all I heard was Mark and in the back seat was Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> what was she doing? In the I shady don't back know. Seat? I don't know who she was with. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I think she was wearing a blue bandana, so she might've been with Crips. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That sounds uh, like something she would do. I kissed I, her on the cheek. I said, it's really good to see you. You need to move now because you're stopping traffic. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And that and was that, it. That was it. It was like a real high drive-by. I just didn't even know you were that much of a, a Beatles fan. 
Wow. Uh, I was working. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a shoot. Okay. But uh, I, I, I did go see Paul McCartney, so I am a big Beatles fan. I have to be. Wow. Well, yeah, but I, I didn't know you were that big that you'd just anybody go see who a tribute. Keeps, like, if you're going to see one of the original Beatles, that's different. Like, anyone yeah. should want to see that, whether yeah. you, you are a big Beatles fan or not. Mm. But just I like had, a Beatles tribute, you know, that's. I had somebody on camera say last night, I won't mention their name, but um, <laughs> they said on camera last night because the camera had a microphone. And I said, <laughs> and just out of nowhere, they go, um, you know, I don't think Paul was a great songwriter. I think John was a great songwriter. He's like, but. Um, you know, there's two surviving Beatles left. If I had front row seats to a Paul McCartney uh, show or uh, back row seats to a Ringo Starr show, I would go see Ringo. What? What? And then he just like mic dropped and walked off camera. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, it, it'll never make the video. But damn, was that a good moment? Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. So and he just went for it. Wow. Oh, in all seriousness, I believe he, I believe he meant that. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the only one. I would never go see a Ringo Star show. I'm just yeah. happy Family Guy put yeah. his song on the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, keep going. So this is interesting. A, a Misericordia student uh, won a social media contest, and now he's going to play with the Harlem Globetrotters when they come to Wilkes-Barre on March 5th. I hope he's... What? Yeah. Uh, What's a social media contest? What does I, that I mean? I guess it, it was, uh, you know, you, you do uh, tricks like uh, the Harlem Globetrotters would. You oh, know, okay. So, basketball, that kind of stuff. So he just didn't put up like a meme. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was a contest in which you That's had to good. do something and then put it on social media and then whoever got the most whatever. Like, Did you have to do the whatever. Harlem Globetrotters theme song behind it? Was there like an, like an underground music band? I would of... think you probably did because I, I don't think the tricks are as impressive if you don't have the whistling in the background. Yeah. It's not you as... You can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you show me the video of Star Wars without the music. Real different, isn't it? Right. Oh my God. Yep. <sighs> not as impressive. Just very awkward. Yes. Like Luke Hug and Layla. Leia. Why did I just say Layla? Leia. Because you really like Clapton, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Got me on my knees. You want to cough? I, I really do. Okay. Can I cough? Yeah, away from the microphone. <laughs> Jesus, James. So here, here's here's one for everyone. that, uh, that People went nuts for this. This is really funny. Uh, Binghamton is holding the first ever all-you-can-eat mac and cheese festival. Oh, my God. On April twenty eighth, so Binghamton, I figured that's oh, about an hour away. I think people would would go, oh, you yeah. know, from from here would go, oh, to, I would that. go to that. And people went freaking nuts for it. When's, when's the date of that? Uh, April twenty eighth. April twenty eighth. Okay. Yeah. So don't eat anything the day before. Well, I can eat mac and cheese like you wouldn't believe. I I think I think at some point you'll get full, James. I don't know, like. Or like you, you are you like the, like TikTok from you know Return to Oz? You're just you just got that stomach. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I need a lot of food. Did you, did you ever see Return to Oz? Uh, no. So you have no point of reference on yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. I loved Return to Oz. It was dark, man. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah. Mumby. I, I didn't. Mumbi. I had no context to it. Like I didn't know what I was watching. I turned it on. Uh, you know, I was flicking the channels one day. And I saw the part with the, the 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 severed heads, and they like wake up and they start screaming, and I'm yeah. like, "Holy shit! What the hell is this?" Yeah, we're not in Kansas anymore. No, it was it was brutal. Was it the Rock King? <laughs> Wasn't it the Rock King? Yeah, and Jack. Jack Mom? was cool. Mom. All right, keep going on. Jesus, <laughs> are you are you an Artie Lang fan at all? Um, I I was up until like. Uh, like drugs really became a massive part of his life. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I uh, apparently I was like when he was hanging with Norm Macdonald. I liked that time, but when he yes. got on Howard Stern, I think he I just found him annoying. I guess he's moved away from that, so uh, ho- hopefully uh, he won't do too much of that. He's he's actually him and uh, the Reverend Bob Levy are come are uh, coming to uh, Scranton on April eighth uh, at the Radisson for a veterans benefit. So if you're whoa, in, yeah. all right, Artie. So you know, standing up for our veterans, that's great. So uh, you know, doing something. Uh, you know that that isn't that isn't selfish, so that's good. Uh, I guess we'll see uh, what he talks about. I'm assuming it's going to be about you know drugs and all that kind of shit, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, hopefully that won't be the whole focus the whole time. <laughs> Thank you, vets. <laughs> right. <laughs> I drink more than you do. <laughs> so the uh, speaking of drinking, uh, you can learn the history of bourbon and barrel aging at uh, Cooper's in Scranton, right over here. Actually, heck uh, yeah. Uh, at uh, on March March fifteenth, uh, it's very limited, and uh, tickets are going quick for that. So if if you're interested in the history of alcohol, and you get to sample the alcohol uh, as as he's talking about it, uh, check that out on March fifteenth. That is located at seven hundred three North Washington Avenue in Scranton, PA. <laughs> also, if it's your birthday, you get a free lobster dinner. Oh yes, I think a lot of people go like if if. In the area, I think at least once a year you go to Cooper's, especially for your birthday, to get the uh, to get damn good lobster. That's true. I always get I always get the penne vodka, which is like kind of weird because I go to a seafood restaurant and get vodka. Yeah, right. But uh, you know, there's a lot of Italian restaurants you can go to for that, James. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think there's one. uh, What's it called? Olive Garden. Do you ever hear of that? Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, Olive Garden. It's fan, fan, fancy shit. Yeah. Yeah. You ever go there? You ever go anywhere near there during a holiday? It's insane. Really? People are like waiting outside. Like there's wow. it, cars all over the place. It's, it's just, it's, it's a complete mess. It's like, and it's like, yeah. you realize there are actual Italian restaurants <laughs> around here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but not, not, not a lot of them have those breadsticks. Yeah. I was, was going to say, not all of them give you the free breadsticks. That's true. That's true. Uh, and we, we're, we'll, we'll talk about this later, uh, but we put out a story about um, Pennsylvania was ranked fifth in the amount of hate groups that we have in the uh, in the country. We're fifth in the country for the amount of hate groups that we have. Wow. Uh, which I, I guess is around, uh, about 40, they said. And there's four of them that are active in, in northeastern Pennsylvania. So uh, well, for the last... Do you have the four? The, the, the last word, we will get into that. We're going to talk bit. about it later. James. Yeah, we're going to... First... When you stop coughing. <laughs> first, we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about me. Yeah. So okay. let's uh, let's let's talk about you. <coughs> so uh, you're, you're a young guy, and you've been doing this for quite a while. Youngling, yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started in this? Um, okay, so I started playing bass guitar when I was in third grade. So I was nine, I think, nine or ten, maybe. Okay. Uh, my dad... Uh, Jim Barrett Sr. Uh, he's been great playing, man, great guy. Birthday yesterday, well, two days ago. Oh, happy series. birthday! <laughs> and uh, he's always played guitar. Like when I was a kid, like when like we, anytime we take turns going on the computer, he'd always play like covers on YouTube, like just practicing, practicing guitar. And my brother drummed, and my brother's a crazy drummer. So, uh, I just felt like there's something I should probably be able to do. So actually. When I wanted to play an instrument, I didn't know if I wanted to play guitar because my dad played guitar. So I wanted to do something, just something that no one else was doing in my family. Yeah. So uh, when I wanted to play bass, I had to like like look up what a bass sounded like. <laughs> so my sister just told me to look up Sublime. 
because uh, oh, okay. Eric Wilson had like crazy bass lines. And uh, I looked up Sublime and uh, Rubik Fish. <laughs> and uh, I pretty much decided that I wanted to buy a bass. So I started playing bass and then started from there, I guess. Okay. So uh, then when did you start writing your own music? Uh, when I was in sixth grade, uh, I was like 12 and it was really bad. I mean, like it could potentially ruin my entire career <laughs> if those things ever got out. Um <laughs> So I you have I, those I, locked in a vault somewhere. <laughs> they're pretty. They're pretty goddamn. I was really bad, but um. Okay. So yeah, like sixth grade, and I'd constantly write stuff, and like it get like better as it went on, but it still wasn't very great um for a long time. I'm not saying it's good now, but it's not. It's definitely a step up. I <laughs> <laughs> right, keep going. So so you uh so so you 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 started writing your own music. Uh when did it kind of take shape to the point where you felt comfortable with it and you 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 felt like uh you know putting it out there? Uh probably like I mean there's times where I felt comfortable with it, but it really didn't like hit me that like people are enjoying it until this past like probably like last year. Okay. Uh pretty much when I started uh <clears throat> my band called Embora. Uh once we released music, that's when people kind of started taking me seriously. And then that was September 2014. And then we put out another release in uh, August 2015. And that was, again, when it started, like, really, people actually took me more than just, like, the 12-year-old kid I was that was writing songs. Um, so that's... So you know, 2015, you were 12? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was 12. <laughs> I'm 13 now. Oh, James, you, you cursed before. Yeah, it's not legal yet. Oh, I feel horrible. <laughs> you can't vote or die for your country. You're not allowed to curse. <laughs> <clears throat> or legally buy a pack of cigarettes. Legally. I feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done questioning him. I've dealt with James. Oh, that for was... a, uh, yeah, I'm, I've dealt with James for like the last, like what, four months, three like months? Five, since like October or September. Or something it like hasn't that. been that long, has it? Yeah, I met you in September. That was when you were you were nice to me. I, I haven't been nice since. Yeah, not really. And wait, uh, no, on, like, when was the first time that you you came in here? The first time was October. It was, it was like beginning of October. It was like the first week of October. We had just must have gotten everything back. Oh together no, look, again. I was gonna come the week before, but your stuff wasn't ready yet. And oh, that's right, because of the fire. Yeah, when I came in, uh, it was the day after you guys did your first session back, and there was still some like stuff wrapped up. Like there's still stuff wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, we just haven't found a use for it yet. That's what Angelo was saying. Like everything looks like brand new now because everything was cleaned. Well, yeah. That's thank God for insurance companies. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think coming in here? I liked it. No, honestly. No, I mean, like, did you have like pre preconceived notions or like what was it? Like, I'm always curious. Like, what what's the thing that makes a musician choose where to record? Uh, it can't. It, and, and and please don't say like it was cheap. No, no, I, no, I wasn't going to say that. Uh, honestly, it was Angelo. <laughs> was it really? It was Angelo. Because uh, I met him at Culture Shock. And he was just like really outgoing and really like uh, easy to talk to about anything. Like I think you could talk to Angelo about pretty much anything. And he could talk to you about it. And uh, Well, except like I can't talk to him about being 35. Okay, yeah. But like, yeah, most other stuff. And what? He's, <laughs> isn't he 19? Isn't Angelo like my age? I think he's 20 now. I don't know. I, I don't keep track because I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see age, man. Well, see the thing is, unless unless you're eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So like I kind of it kind of just like blew my mind that he was like that young and like already was not like, doing this stuff. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And then he's telling me that like he's like, oh well, like you you, have to, you haven't even met Jimmy yet. Like he's great. And then like he introduced me to you, and I was like, you know what? These people seem really nice. Like I want to just. I'm just going to go for it. Like I was looking around all over the place. Did we seem like maniacs? No, no, no. Honestly, it just seemed like, fun. I mean, without, without naming names, you went and looked at other places. Well, yeah, no, I was looking for a while, but like, I didn't, I didn't how want, did you look though? I would, I mean, I just like, I, I knew of studios and I would call and like, you know, stuff like that. And like, obviously I didn't want to say it just cause it was cheap, but like, I would, I didn't want to just pick a place and end up spending so much money and not liking, you know what I mean? And not right. liking it. And either way, regardless, I mean, you're going to spend money anywhere you go. So, I was like, you know what? I want to go to a place that I'm going to like the people I'm going with. And right. That's, you know. And uh, did you, was there any point that you disliked any of us? No, not even first. Really? Nope. Damn it. Nope. <laughs> Work harder. Like yeah. nothing? Like I never walked in and just said, you know, or did something where you're just like, man, fuck that guy. No, not really. Really? No. So you had an incredibly pleasurable experience here. Oh, yeah. No, and I would definitely do it again and recommend it to anybody who wants high quality recording I'm, I'm so looking for like <laughs> you want neg- I, like that negative could yeah. we have done anything better I've done anything better I don't know like like what the hell do you want me to say I don't know he's, he's, not, giving a, he's not giving a fucking Yelp review like. no it could have been no I mean he could have been he could have been like well you know the temperature could have been like two degrees lower oh yeah okay that that room gets hot don't it I okay first off and I don't know why I like, said donut <laughs> This, yeah, I'm I, really I, hungry. I could like go to the gym and not sweat at all, but if I just sit somewhere, I'll like sweat my ass off. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. So when I was sitting in that room, like, like sometimes stressed out, trying to make every you know think what will make something sound right, I thought I was gonna die. Like, I, so I, you were so you were sweating bullets. Oh yeah, I, it was bad. Why were you stressed out? Why would you be stressed out about being in there? No, only because like I always I always stress out with anything when I record. Cause I'm like, okay, like sh- I don't like, and it doesn't matter. I could think I sound horrible on some. Cause part. you're your own worst critic. Yeah. Yeah. So I could think I sound horrible on some part, and I'll like, be like, like guys, like listen to this, and everyone's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I'll be like, how do you not hear that? And like, I literally don't know what you're talking about, cause it's just all in my head. So that's when I would get like antsy, and then start sweating, and then. Uh, I mean, but I mean, but was it, it mo- not? It, it wasn't just you in here a, a lot of the times. Like even with Angelo here and 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 like Jimmy, like you brought in other musicians. Yeah, and- yeah. I brought I brought in my friend Terry. Um, he played guitar on the title track one more, and uh, he helped me write that song like a year ago actually. And uh, I I constantly brought him in here just because like he's my neighbor. He's been one of my best friends my entire life, and he's always like my guy. Who like if he wasn't here, I'd still send him the song immediately after. And like they always, every any person I brought in here, they're like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. So it's, it kind of just shows that regardless of what you do, like you're always going to find a problem with it. I think I don't think you could, I, I, even now I can't listen to that CD and be like, wow. Like, like I, I could still listen to that and find something. I'd be like, Ooh, I don't like the way I sound there. Like not like anything quality wise, just me personally, but that's just the way it's always going to be. Cause yeah, it's, at some point you just have to say, all right, it's done. You know, cause you're never going to be like, you know what? My album is perfect like there's not one thing wrong with it it's everything's everything's perfect well there's that saying that it's never done you always you yeah. just run out of time or money yeah no, no literally and like i was like you know what i, I don't want i wanna... think you ran out of time because you're really and, and pumped I, for and, a release and date. i ran out of money <laughs> well we know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but i mean like you had a date in mind i had like the the month of march in mind um 
But then the thing was, though, I, I just went through all of it, and I did not expect to finish it in January, but I did. And I was like, okay, you know what? Then I know I can actually release it in March now that I know that I actually have everything tracked. Um, but a lot of it was money too, though. Like I, I mean, it's not, and, not, and that's just me because I don't have a fucking job. I play, I play at bars, and any of the money I get from that would. You're not down on Lackawanna Avenue selling like hocked watches or anything, right? <laughs> no, no. But uh, this Rolex is beautiful, and it's only nineteen dollars. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Or like the people, like when you're you go to concerts at like. Uh, the electric factory in Philly, and they all want you to park in their parking lot. They're screaming oh, yeah. at you like, "Go oh, park here, park here, park!" And like you're like terrified. So like, okay, uh, and you just you just pull right in, and then <laughs> you crash. Yeah, and then and then, and then they're like, "Oh, it's forty dollars." <laughs> no, yeah, and then they also try to sell you a bootleg T-shirt <laughs> that's like falling apart as yeah. they're handing it to you <laughs> for like it, these aren't even the bands that are playing. Just buy the fucking shirt. <laughs> I uh, no, so yeah, I, I I would play at bars and like. The second I get, I got. Is that what you did with all your like the moment? Like you didn't. So you. So when you when you go play venues and bars and and whatever you you got to do because you got to live. Yeah. How how much like was that all just to go towards the album? Literally like ninety percent of it was. I so really like you're hustling. Oh yeah, no, I was. I would play every single. I play every weekend, and like I would play every single weekend just to be able to record. You know what I mean? Uh. So like it didn't matter where I like what no matter how much I got paid like I obviously I had to keep some to put in my bank because if not yeah I'm not I'm gonna you know I'm not gonna have any money to my name so I'd still put money away but you need like, money to buy juicy fruit yeah yeah no really <laughs> yeah and, well, uh, you know that's that's what those kids buy nowadays <laughs> right yeah uh, juicy fruit tastes the taste the taste is gonna move you <laughs> no I buy uh I spent all my money um uh, on drugs no on, at Chipotle. <laughs> And uh, it, it can't be that good. I I fucking love it. Really? This this is why I'm a vegetarian. And oh, you're one of those. Yeah, but you're not vegan, right? No, I'm not a vegan. Because you would have told us five times already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really like in like this crank ass mood. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I spent all my money at Chipotle in Eden, in Scranton. The vegan cafe. I literally spent all my money there. Eden's got some really good food, oh, man. It's incredible. Yeah, I was just there on a uh, Saturday, and, you and you, know, oh my god. Yeah, you don't have to be a vegetarian. To enjoy yeah, the and food you though. and you ate a raw tomato. That's what you went. <laughs> they even make sandwiches. You just had like a cu- what did you? I had a cucumber and a raw <laughs> tomato. It was delicious. Do you like cooked vegetables? Yeah. So what don't you eat? Just meat. So like meat chicken, fish. fish, beef. That's it. Yeah. You don't eat, eat everything else. Is yeah, I'll, I'll eat. You know what I mean? Like, because like Angela, like Angela is a vegan. Yeah, right. But yet he can eat Doritos, which I find really strange. <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go get some Cool Ranch, and I'm like, but that aren't you supposed to be living a healthier lifestyle? I don't understand I don't know. why you're I getting. No, I have no idea. I just don't eat meat. I what made what? When did you make that switch? Oh, uh, like nine years ago. You sh- <laughs> I swear to God. You weren't even in double digits. <laughs> I was... Uh, Would no. your dad... Did he slap you around a little bit? <laughs> um, no, he just forgot. Well, he claimed he would What, forget. he forgot to get he, you McDonald's would, no, no, he would claim to forget by like... I'd be upstairs, but go, I made you a cheeseburger. I'm like, well, dad, I told you I'm not eating meat. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Wait, why did you... What were you, <laughs> nine years old? I was 10, I think. I was 10 or 11 or something like that. So how did you make that... How did you make that... Wh- well, what, I, never, what? I never really ate meat to begin with. That was a big thing. I never like. I never. Liked, I mean, in your. Do you remember yeah. like a moment in your yeah, childhood I, where you're like, well, I were you wa- reading Charlotte's Web, well, and you're no, like, no. I watched, I watched uh, the band Goldfinger 
Free Me. Really depressing. Is it a ska band? Yeah, but they have like one acoustic song about all that. And I watched the video on it. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm done. What was it like a behind the scenes of like a slaughterhouse? Like yeah. that was the and but that just that just set me off. And I was like, okay, I'm done. But the thing is, I'm not gonna go. I don't go around and be like, you know what? You're eating meat. Like fuck you. Like no 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 no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want you to think that I'm implying that. I just yeah, think yeah. you know it, that's a really young age to make a decision mm-hmm. like that. I know. And I think I was in fifth, fourth or fifth grade. I think I can't remember which. It was one of those two. And you just you're just like I'm I'm I mean like you well I mean if if you really didn't have a meat problem <laughs> yeah well, no I never like I ate like chicken nuggets so you know what I mean that was like that was that was your well I'm I'm actually happy you're a vegetarian <laughs> like the McDonald's chicken nuggets mm-hmm. they put they put drugs in there that's why you that's yeah. why you crave them day and night but so I don't know I never I never really uh well I'm kind of that's such a weird. Yeah. That, that, that's a life-changing thing at like 10 or 11 years old <laughs> no i'm i'm impressed yeah. i'm yeah. not like sitting here like judging you i think that's really <laughs> awesome was it i mean has it been hard not really like i does i forget like i forget not in the sense where i'm like oh shit i'm eating meat right now. i forget in the sense <laughs> that like like i just it's just so like second nature to me that i don't eat meat like so like what's your like what's your like so breakfast lunch and dinner like what do you eat please don't say a pop tart no i don't only, only yesterday because I didn't have any. Did you really have a pop tart yesterday? Yeah. What kind? I like the wild berry pop tarts. Oh, those are good. The purple ones. Now, do you eat them like just right out of the package, or do you oh, actually yeah. like throw no. them in the toaster? No, you toast toaster strudels. You don't toast pop tarts. Then we can all agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but to answer your question, so yeah, I spent all my money. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sorry. I just got yeah. off on a tangent. <laughs> so yeah, to answer your question, I spent the majority of my money here. <laughs> Well, now I feel bad. I feel like you're broke and destitute and you can't get an apple because we took all your money. Yeah, because he's going to sell a million of these albums yeah. and forget all about you. Yeah, I, I'm going to put I, a- Yeah, he's going to move. Like, trust me, there's better places. To now, yeah, James would be like, I'm going somewhere else now because uh, you guys suck. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna put it on iTunes and everything. I'm going to take it all down and put it on title like Kanye. And then... <laughs> Because that's working out real well yeah, for it's him. Wor- yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so all you, right. You actually have more money right now than <laughs> I pro- Yeah, I probably do. Honestly. Like, we all we all do. Yeah. Wait, I just... Nah, that's a totally aside. It has nothing to do with the conversation we're having right now. Um, so... When has that ever stopped you? It hasn't. Um, but it will today. Um, oh, ask a question. I just... I'm stuck on vegan or vegetarian. So, uh... I met you at uh, Got Talent, although I'd heard about you quite a bit yeah. before that. Uh, one of our photographers shot a show that you did maybe about a year before that in Stroudsburg, and we had photos up from that a long Holy time ago. Holy shit. Yeah. No, that was years ago. That was, yeah. I was 15. Yeah, it was quite a while Pat- ago. Patent pending at the Sherman Theater. Yeah. And so... I uh, so I, I I knew about you and I heard a couple people that said you know that this oh, this guy's really good and and so I'm glad that you came to uh, the season two of uh, mm-hmm. of NEPA scenes got talent so that, you know could I could actually see in person and then uh, then I felt like an asshole for not knowing sooner uh, but I met you and your your father and your father seems very uh, he seems very happy that you're doing this. oh he's he's the best very supportive of oh yeah. no like I literally I don't think I could ask for a more supportive supportive uh dad like because he plays music himself he goes to legends uh, in dixon city has open he like every wednesday does he go th- thursday thursday every okay. i don't think he's missed a thursday and god only knows how long <laughs> he goes all the time 
Uh, His dad's actually been in my house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how yeah, I... He, he called me. He, I got out of school one day. He said, call me. <laughs> he said, <laughs> and I called him. He said, do you know Marky? I'm like, from like the studio? He's like, yeah, I was just at his house. <laughs> I didn't invite him in. Changes. I just, oh, yeah, he he just woke just, up and he was there. It was very strange. Standing over your bed? That's no, weird. he's a real sweet guy. James' dad's a real great guy. Yeah. Which is why James is a real great guy. Because he comes from good stock. <laughs> <laughs> but did, your dad, did your dad teach you music? He didn't really teach me, but like he just like was that moral support I've needed. You know what I mean? Like when I told him I wanted to play in, like an instrument, he was like all for it. You know what I mean? Like because up until then, literally, I will. I gotta be honest. My life was Luigi's Mansion for GameCube. <laughs> Luigi's oh Mansion. Oh my god! Paper Mario, like Donkey Kong sixty four. Like all I all I did was play Nintendo. So your dad was like, "Yes, this like, will get you out of the house." Oh yeah, <laughs> like literally no. So like that, I started playing. And then, like, a year into playing, like, it was kind of, like, I guess, like, clear that I was, like, decent for my age, being, like, 12 or, like, 11 or 10. I don't know when the hell I was. Well, there's a lot of things happening then. You're learning to play guitar. You're learning to kick your addiction on Nintendo. And you're learning how to not eat meat right around the same time. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy time in my life. Wow. Yeah. All right, keep going. (laughs) So, was was he an influence musically at all? Yeah, because, like, I mean... It's even even now. Uh, he always yeah. He, he's had the same CDs in his car, probably <laughs> since like I was like five. Does and he have like the multi disc changer? No, no. But oh. this this is the thing. He he used to and like, <laughs> but all of his CDs like we used to burn them mixes, and every single CD was labeled the same thing. It'd be like Jim's mix number one, Jim's mix number two, or be like the good shit. Like all these. <laughs> Your and, dad uh, had a disc called The Good Shit. <laughs> so so that n- none of them actually said what the hell was on there. No, but the thing is, I still hear these songs, and I'm like, wow. Like, it r- throws me back to when I was actually a kid. Like, I'm talking about, like, I mean, Beatles, Bruce Springsteen, like, uh, uh, Pearl Jam, like, any, you know, band like that, like. The Good Shit. The Good Shit. Yeah. I grew up listening to, so that was definitely uh Did you ever make him a mix uh, called The Bad Shit? No. <laughs> yeah, my CD right there. Oh, sh- shut up. Your CD's fantastic, <laughs> man. <laughs> And I mean that with like out like you know, but I'm trying to shine you on. Like that's really really good. No, I've I've been listening to it uh, like every other day. I, I have it on. It's, it's I have it on in the car. It's in it's it's in the car right now. Actually. Oh yeah, I forgot I emailed it to you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ever since ever since you finished it, I've been listening to it. It's so just, Rich it's, made it's a amazing. CD called The Good Shit, right? And put you on there. <laughs> and and James Barrett's one more is on there. And just, that's how and that's how Rich keeps his smile on his me and, while he's driving. Me and Ed Cuso. You know, there's really. I love Ed Cuso. Do you love Ed Cuso? I love Ed Cuso. And if you're watching this, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, he loves you still. <laughs> so yeah, he had he had a big. Uh, he still was, has a big part in all this. He still goes to like every show I play. Well, any show I play at bars, you know what I mean. Yeah, but there's a guy like who doesn't need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's he, still going. Yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like he doesn't have to go, but he he will. I I. I can't imagine he'll ever like miss a show I play at a bar. I think he's brilliant. He's and, I, and, it, and it's like, wow, man, like there's a guy who's absolutely incredibly talented who's out supporting, you know, you know, young artists, which you, you don't really get to see. Oh, we're talking about Ed. Yeah. I thought you. we were talking about my dad <laughs> and your dad. <laughs> Wait, who hasn't missed a show? Ed or your dad? My dad. My dad. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ed Cuso. No, that's because I went back. I said, yeah, he's. You, a- you said, no, you said Ed hasn't missed one of my shows. <laughs> no. I, I said, oh, your dad? Yeah. Oh, well, your dad's a good guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I didn't want to get off topic, so I was like, okay, we'll go back to my No, dad. we get off topic, James. That's, that's what all happens. We, that's all we do. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, you just go with the flow, man. I didn't know. Dude, we're just a river. Okay. We're just get, Sometimes it rains and the river flows faster. Sometimes there's a drought and the river doesn't go as fast. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we could be a tributary. We, could, we don't know. Wow. That's Here's, deep. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't eaten in like three days. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why I'm kind of acting doing. crazy and I'm vaping. We should go to uh, Chipotle after this. Uh, no. All right. I'm good. No, I think it'll be closed by the time. Oh. What time is it? Seven o'clock. Your album's releasing in five hours. It's pretty crazy. Are you stoked? I'm nervous. Why? I don't know. It's like Have you made peace with the fact that it's possible that no one will no one will buy it? Uh yeah. Then you you should be fine. <laughs> I I have made peace because th- this is my big thing. I always like I've been like posting the shit out of this for literally like I don't know I don't know how fucking long. So like I've been trying to get it like hyped up like how Kanye did with the CD, but then he completely blew it by putting <laughs> it on title. <coughs> so um. My big thing is I'm afraid like everyone's going to get like all hyped up and they're going to like, you know, I'll get like a bunch of, I'm not saying like likes matter, but I'll get a bunch of likes on like a bunch of shares and something like that. But then the day it actually comes out, it's like off, you know, it's like gone. You know what I mean? Well, it's you're like, not going to yeah. know for a while, right? Well, no, you see with TuneCore, the website I use for iTunes, I won't get the sales for two months, but I'll get a report every day who bought and who listened to my songs the day before from iTunes and Spotify. Okay. Oh really? So if you bought my song right now, like the window on iTunes, I tomorrow morning I'd wake up and it'd say Scranton slash Wilkes-Barre area. It'll say one download. Oh, so it even has like the analytics yeah, of like where yeah. it was in the, bought in the, and- in the U.S. It does, and then for Spotify, it'll say like I I got streams in like the U.K. and Australia, which I don't know how that happened. But uh, one day I woke up and don't like, my, fight it. Yeah, I know because <laughs> like my average like I get like eight plays a day on Spotify now on the window. And then one day I woke up and it was at 167 plays. And I it, I was just blown away because I was like, wait, why is that so like, and I looked and then it said 167 plays and it said the UK, Australia, like all these different places. Like I have no idea what the hell happened that day. Do you know who they are so you can thank them? No, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the anonymity of Spotify. So that's that thing. Oh, I didn't know you, I didn't know you can get like mm-hmm. daily results. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it is really cool. So like I can like get, and I, I, I like, and they're accurate too. Like the only thing they don't show is like Google play, like for Samsung phones. Um, they show Amazon, but not many people use Amazon music. I did get someone, someone did buy my song on Amazon. I don't know who it was, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it doesn't show, it only shows Amazon, iTunes and Spotify. So like it shows me all those websites, so I get an idea of what I'm gonna make, but I could potentially make more just from Apple Music and everything like that too. So, oh, that's right, Apple Music. So yeah. you get Apple Music is gonna be a big thing, which I don't know if it sh- if it should be. I don't know how well I mean, I'm not too really. I don't know. I like Spotify. I really. I mean, iTunes Music. I have Apple Music. I mean, Apple Music doesn't really. It pays you the same thing. I think as I think Spotify. I, I think originally they didn't, and that was the big thing. But now they do. It's it's like point zero zero eight cents or something like that per play or 0.08 cents or something like yeah per play i think it's around it's something around those decimals and i mean regardless it's the same thing so i think it just depends on what you want to use um so i mean i i think that's going to be something huge one of these days eventually i have it i like it even spotify like is blowing up now so uh, (laughs) tell us about these uh this particular set of songs uh you, you know when 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 did you uh, when did you start working on these in, in terms of the writing and well, everything well really like when he was 11 and he quits meat <laughs> yeah no uh i 
I have songs that go back. The oldest song I have on that CD, number three, it's called Happy. I wrote it my sophomore year of high school. I'm a senior now. Um, and I wrote that at the end of the year. And then, so I have songs all the way back from like sophomore year. But then I have like some, I, I have songs that I, I started like writing instrumentals. Like the song Always at the end, which has like a bunch of like uh, intricate guitar parts into it. Um, they, that song pretty much came about where I had like nine different, not nine, like three more like it, but three different <laughs> main guitar parts that I wrote over the last like four years that I just formed into one song, which I never thought I'd do. Mm. But it, I just changed the key of all of them and made them in the same key. So that song, I mean, that's been something over the last, like pretty much these songs have been since I started high school. Like everything that has come since then, I guess. So where were you getting the inspiration for for these songs? Uh, you know, uh, did these take you back to those particular times? If you, if you yeah, think about like, them? Um, I mean, a lot of them, when I'd write them, it would be about a current situation. Um, but a lot of that too was just like, the whole idea of One More was... I used to play in a band with Terry Hurst, who plays on the first song, One More. Uh, we had a band when we were a kid. We were kids, and uh, it was called uh, Shop Local. Is because, at a, you know the Shop Local sign at Adezo? Yeah. yeah. My sister took a picture of it one day, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I was like, Terry, we should, what should our band name be? And our, band whole, our whole band was just him and I playing acoustic songs. I was like, what about Shop Local? I'm like, look how cool that looks. And he's like, all right. And that was it. That was the end of the discussion. <laughs> but people liked it. So we would just write a bunch of acoustic songs. So we wrote... Uh, one EP when we were I was in eighth grade and put it on iTunes and that that is the the most money I've ever made off of any release and I was fucking fourteen and I cannot get to that point ever again <laughs> in my life. Oh, don't like, tell yo. me you capped at fourteen. Yeah, I'm like, yo, listen, you peaked, it's over. <laughs> Why is he like, even on the show? <laughs> so I was like, I'm trying to like, you know, we're catching him on the down. Yeah, four years too late. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So then we released another one in March and it had the the same amount of success. And that was and that was when I was in eighth grade, and we stopped. And then last year, we're like, "Hey, dude!" Like he was a senior. I'm like, "We should try to make like one more CD before you graduate." Mm. So he came over to my house the next day, and we wrote the song "One More." And then we never got to finish thing. The I was going to record it at my house. I got too frustrated with self like home recording. It's a pain in the ass. We just never got around to doing it. Um, a lot of those songs I wrote. And then he would come over and like he'd be like, oh, maybe I should do this to him. But we never worked on him. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, it really was just like I wanted to get like one more release out before I graduate. Okay. To uh, kind of just end that chapter. And then in a year or two from now, start another one. You know what I mean? Mm. I guess that's like the the big way. So why didn't you uh, record these with your band instead? How come you chose to do these uh, as a solo? The, the thing with my band is it's weird. Like I'll write songs and then show my band and we'll play them. But. I like usually choose which ones I want, which I'm not saying I'm trying to be like, I'm the guy who chooses what songs we play. If we write a song, <laughs> we're, we're just going to play it. Yeah. But if I write my own songs, like I usually do, try to like, like decipher which ones I want in under my own name and which ones will sound really good with the full band. And like, there was a song that I wanted to record so bad on that CD, but I was like, you know what? Like, it's going to sound so much better with like my brother drumming and like my guitar player, Dave. I don't know if you, if you, if you heard my band, the guitar player in my band is ridiculous. Dave Sarkonich and uh, Are you coming back? What? Are you coming back? Am I coming back? Yeah, with your band. What do you mean? Like here. Oh yeah. In oh you are? In the summer, yeah, I'd like to. Are you gonna come back with the band band? Yeah, like my <gasps> full band. Um Oh that's exciting. We want to do at least two songs. Or, but uh or either six way. Six to so, twelve. 
Six to twelve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll just lose all my money. <laughs> <clears throat> well, make but, the, the, you can't be the one footing the bill all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. No, no, they help too. But uh, either way, so I usually decipher like which one's gonna sound better, heavier, I guess, and which one's not as personal. I guess I don't know. It's weird. It's it's really weird. I, I, I usually just yeah, but you know, but but it's not that you're not allowed to do what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're an artist. Yeah, I think it's just like I it's like a split decision like. When you shave sometimes, like you're, I'm growing out my bit facial hair, and then one day you wake up and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm shaving like right now." It's like one of those. You don't have to ask the band if you can shave your face. No, no, right. that's what I'm saying. It's like one of those <laughs> situations where you just wake up and you're like, "Like that's it." Like I write the song, I'm like okay, Embra, and that's it. Or I'm like, okay, this is under myself. You know what I mean? Like it's, okay. it's just like a, I can't really go back and change. I can't like write a song about like, okay, this is gonna be on my my solo record, and then be like, maybe I'll use it for Embra. I'll put it for him, and then I go back. I usually just make that decision like mm. right at away. the moment you write it. Yeah. What's what's the difference? I'm always trying to gauge this. Like you said, you said that you know home recording you didn't like. Yeah. What what's what's the difference about the home recording and then coming to a place like the Stude? And I'm and I'm not trying to yeah. say this to like you know whatever like get this Stude whatever plugs. yeah whatever plug I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm not trying to plug it. Even though, like, no, subconsciously, I am. But no, what, what's what's I mean, w- w- compare and contrast doing it at home to to coming into a, a facility. <laughs> well, for st- number one, it's a pain in the ass doing it yourself because this is why when you're doing it yourself, which is me, like I I I've gathered like enough information about home recording that I can make a solid recording at my house. It's not going to be nearly like not even close to how good these sound, but I can make it sound so it's not. It, it, you can tell like. I didn't just record like a like, good demo. Yeah. You could tell I didn't just record it and like didn't do anything to it. Like I'll still spend time on everything like that. But like, if it's just me doing a song, I have to click record, get to my place, record and stop, go back. And like, it's just constantly me doing everything. And then by the time like it's done, I hear the song too many times. I restart too many times that I'm so sick of hearing it that I don't want to release it anymore. Or I don't like this way it sounds. Or on top of that, when you're mixing by yourself, you don't have another voice. Like you don't have like Jimmy telling Angelo and like them, both of them going back and forth what sounds better. And on top, and the other thing is you don't have Angelo or like Angelo was the one who recorded my whole CD and then Jimmy was the one who would uh, master it. And then Angelo actually ended up mastering a couple of songs too. But um, Angelo, like it's so simple when you're just recording and like you mess up and he's on the other side. Like, okay, we can just start right over. And it takes two seconds. Like that would take me like three minutes and then it just adds up to the point. I mean, I mean, but did you guys have like a, 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 a like a cooperative relationship where it was like, Oh yeah, no. Hey, like, try this or do this. Or yeah, no, this Angelo, work or in- I, I wish I, I forgot to kind of put that on there. Angelo kind of produced the whole thing too. Um, because Angelo and, and my friend Terry, cause like when I, when I was here, like I, I rarely messed with harmonies, not in the sense that I didn't want to, but I'm not, I can't just think of them off the top of my head. That's I can sing, but I, harmonies are just I. I can't foreign to me. I don't know how no, to do like, it. I don't Jimmy know. can is amazing. Same, at with, it. same with him. Though. And Angelo is amazing because like it. I can't hear it. Like I, I'll be singing something. And he'd be like, okay, one second. He'd do that. And he'd be like, how about this? And he'd sing something. And I'd be like, whoa, dude, like holy crap! And all the harmonies that he pretty much like told me to sing are what make so many of these things so good. Like especially in the window. So he'd give you like the key or whatever. Yeah, he would, he would sing it through the uh, the like little recorder in there. Yeah. So like through my headphones, and then I would just have to like, like sing it so I'd stay in my head and I'd right. record it. And like that's the thing, like I would not be able to do harmonies by myself, like without that. I would have to like 
unless I got a piano and I was like, okay, here's this. I go up the third and then like do the harmony there. But that's just, I, I'm not going to sp- take three hours to figure out what I need to sing. You know what I mean? When you have someone who could just sing them like on spot, that makes everything just fly by. And, so uh, even, even though we took all the money out of your wallet, <laughs> like would, would you have changed anything? No, not even for a second. Like I, 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 I said this in that post on face. I'm so happy. I went here. Like I wouldn't change. I wouldn't go anywhere else. Uh, even in the future, even in the future. No, I just I, want a client for life, man. All I want to do is like, just want to make sure you're happy so that we can keep you here. And when you come back in, I will get you an edible arrangement. There's no, there's no meat in there. See, you get me an edible arrangement. No, 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 no. Arrangement. Arrangement. Yeah, I know, I know. Not in Colorado. <laughs> Not yet. Go governor Wolf. Um, <laughs> No, but I mean, like, I want to make, like, like part of the thing is, like, it, it, you know, especially doing, like, what we do here, like, it's, you know, Jimmy and Angelo basically run the ship. Yeah. Well, and Jimmy, um, you know, and Angelo, like, we're, you know, we're privileged to have him here. We're privileged to have, you know, wonderful musicians like you yeah. come in here. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, believe it or not, right, right now what we're doing is the comment card. Really? <laughs> How was your experience at Wendy's? <laughs> it was very good. No. These things could be different. You know, that's why, no, yeah. that's why I ask. I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass or intrusive. No, no, I, I just want to, really, I really think like I didn't, there was not ever a time where I came here and I was like, God damn it. Like this is a pain in the, like I was, it, if I ever got mad, it was because of myself. It was because I was like fucking something up. But then Angela would be like, dude, just, it's fine. Like you got it. Like no worries. Like, and those are the, the things you need. You can't just have something like, okay, just do it again. Like. He would yeah, just, he, I think a lot of people think that a studio is, you know, you essentially you just come in, you do the the parts, they they put it together, yeah. they make it sound good, and that's it. You yeah. know, there's but, there's but so need, much more of you doing social, it over and over again. That social touch, like there are some studios out there that are just like <laughs> uh, do it again. Yeah, right. And they don't and they don't like. And when you have someone just talk saying, to you, and nurture you, know, you a little bit. Yeah, when you because when you're doing this, you're okay. Think, like, you're really you're doing something that's going to be a big part of your future. Like sure, if, if you're yeah. doing it like in the extent that I did it. In, yeah, like, I was here for months doing this. Yeah. Like this is what's gonna be, what I'm gonna be promoting for the for the next year or two of my life. Like, I need to make sure it's like the best I could possibly do myself. So if you have someone like if you're already that, that's why you're stressed out because you're stressed out saying that like you know what I really want to prove to people that I can do this and like I don't like I I could be someone in the music scene and like not have to like I don't know not have to like prove it you know what I, mean? I don't know what I'm trying to say but. When you have someone, you're all stressed out about this. Well, you, shit. you have something to prove to yourself. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. want you want to prove something. Like after yeah. years of doing this, I'm like, I need to make sure this is like, I want to release a CD that people are going to be like, holy shit! Like I actually want to listen to it. Yeah, it's not like okay, this is James C. I'm going to put it on because it's James. I want someone to actually listen to it. And be like, wow, like this has affected me in this way, and like I this song's actually catchy. I want to listen to it. And it's stuck in my head, and uh, you need someone who's going to be like, actually, who actually gives a shit about you when you're recording because if you're not you're, they're just going to stress you out more well i mean is is the point to to be re- is you know like is is maybe one of the greatest compliments you can get is is somebody's like man that that song whatever song it is it could be song x or whatever you know that i, I you, that really resonated with me like i needed it at that moment yeah no like that's because that's the thing you think about any cd that you listen to that has affected you like everyone's doing those like 10 10 albums that affected your life yeah, I got tagged on that. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, I don't know if you did, but I did it because I—that's what I want. I want to release someday. Someday, I'm not saying this is going to be that CD, but I want to release someday a CD that affects somebody the way any of those albums affected me. Like, I'm a huge uh, Gaslight Anthem fan. 
and I don't know if you listen to Gaslight Anthem at all, but they have a CD called the 59 Sound. I first heard it when I was in like fifth grade, and I that's been my one of my favorite CDs since. And like when I first heard it, it was just like holy crap! Like this is a whole new like. It just it, you know I, you just want one of those CDs that deeply like affects you for years at a time. So like, but you know what was happening the moment that you first heard oh, that yeah, album. Like, like the second, like that's the thing you want to like. The whole goal is, in my opinion, is like obviously you want to be successful, but in the sense that I want to be successful with music where like so I can do it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people like want. I'm not saying I want to be like I want to be famous and stuff like that. The only reason I ever want to be famous is that I could still I could I, that gives me a reason to keep playing. You know what I mean? Like I could still you play could, for you, a could, you could feed yourself and your family. Yeah, yeah. You off know? of something I love doing. Sure, absolutely. And, uh, so that's the big thing, and I, and. The other big thing is like like I said, you want to release something that's actually gonna affect somebody. So when I released the song "The Window," that was when like that changed everything in my life. Like especially when you did that article, that just it completely changed everything. It was like as if like I was some random band that just got signed to some big label and like people were just randomly found it. That was the big song that changed everything. And that was when I had like people like I knew their name, their face, but we never talked to them. And that's when I would have like people who would actually come up to me like, dude, like that song just stuck with me so much. It's so good. Like, when is it going to be on iTunes? When's it going to be on, you know what I mean? Like, and that was like, when I was like, holy crap, like I need to go finish the CD. And that was why I was so constantly, I was in here every fucking day, yeah, every week, like for hours trying to just get it done as fast as I possibly could. Because I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to waste. And like, obviously like we were saying the other day, how like, you don't want to rush and do it. But the problem is I've been waiting years to get like an actual CD out. Sure. So I was like, you know what? Like, you no, know, it's just busting your balls. Oh yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I no, but it's true. Like, you don't want to rush into it. Yeah, you don't want to be like, because that's the thing. I always used to record something, and then like the next day when I got the master tracks, like, oh, here you guys go, it's out. Yeah, that you don't build up any hype or anything no. like that. Yeah, and half the time, no one's gonna notice you did anything. Right. So that's why, like, I've just been constantly posting stuff about this for months, that so that when it does come out, people actually are like, oh shit, like, because I've had people who are like, I can't wait for March first. That means they actually remembered the date. And even that, just like... I'm That's like, got to feel good though, right? Yeah, no, and it's anything. Like, you could literally be like, hey, I like your song. And I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what, like who the fuck you are. Like, you you could be like, hey, your song's good. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> are you serious? Like... I told him the songs were good. He never reacted that way. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's because He you. never lost his breath. That's because it's Even you. though I wanted him to. <laughs> well, you know, what, what struck me when I first met James was uh, he was very much... Uh, determined to do this right away and that's that's a you know because there there are people who are are even older that might have even you know more opportunities ahead of them and they might you know they they might be further along or whatever and they they they're already limiting themselves and what they Mm -hmm. can do is oh well i i still have to do this or i have to work this job or i have to you know finish this thing first or you know school this or whatever that yeah and they 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 never reach that point where they become Mm -hmm. you know the artist that they want to become but you you know right away it's like you know i I said what you know this is what you want to do and he's like yeah this this is exactly what i want to do for a living like this is it so you're already pursuing that yeah you know like someone who is you know and and that's the way i feel like i already feel like and i'm not saying by any means like i'm some like i'm already living the dream and like right sure But like just like over the past year especially since i started recording this like like the amount of uh like the following i've gained like the followers i've gained and everything like that like 
is already made such a big deal, and the CD's not out. So that's why I'm hoping. And so. you're still young, man. And you're, yeah. you're you're out playing the shows, you know, every week. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're you're marketing yourself all the time. Yeah. You know, you're you're doing the right things. You're mm-hmm. you're 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 doing what you should be yeah. doing as an artist. And that's to get the out thing, there. and the, that's the worst part. The, it's kind of a bad thing though, too, because then there's some days where obviously I'm not going to be able to do something with it. You know what I mean? There's some days where I can't just. I'm there's some days where nothing's going to happen, and I just can't promote it. Like you know what I mean? Like. I could promote it on it like on something every day, but there's going to be some days where nothing's going to happen. Like sure. where like someone will message me saying like, yo, do I like this? And like, those are the days I'm like, shit, like I need to do something today to be productive somehow. So those are the days I always end up emailing like review places or review, review sites or something like that. It's like, I'm constantly just trying to like make this my entire life, I guess, you know? Um, what, what was the looking back on it? What was, what was the, the, the hardest part like what was what was what was the 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 song or the or the you know the part or whatever that just you know maybe maybe it's a lyric or maybe it's whatever what was the thing that like kept you up at night or the the one that was like man we i just it's just not there yet like the one that gave you the most oh like trouble like listening to the recording and not or or just writing it or just (laughs) like writing it recording it or Um, listening back to it what was the one that was just like ah that's a good because all these songs, like I've recorded them in some other form of at some point, and yeah. I never liked them. Uh, it was really, I mean, honestly, the window was a big one because I liked it. I loved the recording, even the overall mixes. But like, I just was up all night because I was so excited about it. Like that was the big, you know what I mean? Like even but then, I guess the hardest song, um, a song called "Unnoticed." It's track uh, seven. It was the last song. Actually, I wasn't even gonna put it on the CD, but then I wrote it and didn't show anybody it for like a month. I didn't, I, I was, there was a period of time where I wasn't writing any songs and uh, I I would like write, I mean, I would write songs, but I wouldn't like them. So I throw them out. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the songs I thought I was like, going to end up throwing out. But I, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just show somebody just to, to get an opinion. And everyone I showed that song to was like, dude, like this is your best. This is it. Like, this is your, like the best song you've ever written in your life. And I was like, okay, that's a little extreme. <laughs> but like, and then Terry, like my, my friend who was like, I kind of ca- called like a producer as well. He's like, you're going to fucking record this song the next time you go to the studio. And you know what? It's probably the best decision I've made because I still don't personally like the way the recording came out. Not in the sense of the recording, but the way like that song still doesn't jump out to me. I love playing it live, mm-hmm. but that's because I can like, there's more emotions in it live when I play it. But at the same time, everyone's like, dude, that's the most emotional song on the CD. So I guess it's just like a matter of fact, again, me being the, the picky person. Sure. But that's definitely like a song that just I would listen to a bit. Mm, like, I don't know if I like it still. Cause that was a song where I sang really high up and I didn't try. I did it all in one shot. I, I, uh, instead of like recording the guitar and doing the vocals, I just did a whole live take of it. So if I like fucked up anything, I had to redo the entire thing. And there's one part where like my voice kind of like strays a little bit and that just pissed me off like <laughs> so much. And that was the part where my like, guys, do you hear that? And they're like, no. I'm like, how the fuck do you not hear that? Right. And they're like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, just shut up and just like it. And like, I'm like, all right, fine. So like, I just ended up leaving it. But now it's grown on me in the sense that like, I realize that not everything has to be perfect on a... Yeah, and I, mean? I, I, I think I think people appreciate that rawness a little bit more yeah, too. That, you know, they, the they want that. You yeah, know, yeah, I think too polished is like, 
you get it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I, I I think it's it's become such a big criticism because of auto tune and things like that. Now people are kind of coming back from that. Like for a while, it was like everyone wanted that sound. They yeah. wanted to be polished and they wanted it to yeah. sound like yeah. you know it came off of a factory line. And yeah. now it's it, it, it's very much the opposite, yeah. where people are like, you know what? I'd rather him fuck up or I'd rather him his voice crack or whatever yeah. because it sounds legit. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And half the time, you never even notice the people fucking up. Like you, sure. you never notice. And that's the thing. I, that's why I, what always freaked me out is like I'd listen to a band I liked, and I'm like, what the? Fuck? I'm like, how do they sound so goddamn good? Hmm. And then you know what? I bet you if I asked them, like, how do you like that part? I just said. right. They'd pick it apart. Yeah. So I think it's like I said. It's all just you're never going to be completely satisfied with something you, you know, with like you create. I guess I don't know if it goes for everything. But definitely for music, like there's no way you're gonna be like I I love my CD. It's just the best thing I've ever heard in my well, life. Well, you, like, you hear that from a lot of musicians yeah. uh, when they talk about you know, the the recording process and things like that. A lot of them say like the the big single or the big one, the big hit or whatever. A lot of times that was the CD, or that was the 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 song that they were gonna throw out, or yeah. that was the song that they didn't like. Yeah, yeah. And you know the producer convinced them to put it on the album, and then mm-hmm. it ended up being the big hit. You yeah, know, yeah, like that kind of thing. That, so you never that, know. And that's uh, the song Happy. I, I have a good feeling about that song. Clap along if you... Oh, it's wrong. Yeah, no. I wrote that song, though, and then I gave it to uh, that band. <laughs> well, I have, I, have a, I have a question for you, and I don't want to speak at a turn. Uh, this, this, you didn't record with a click, did you? No. So that's, that's a testament to James, because that's real fucking hard to do. <laughs> I, uh, but, I think, yeah. but I think a lot of honesty comes out of that. I, I, that's the thing, like... One, it was like, I like just doing it, you know what I mean? Just record, recording the acoustic track and just, that's it. Yeah. And obviously there was one song where I had to, I had to do it with the click and I wasn't even on time with it, but it was only so that it was a song one more because there's so, the guitar line that Terry plays in it, it's like, 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 da, 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 and you you don't want any parts speeding up because then you, you're going to tell right off the bat. Like, right. That was the only song to, I played to a click, but I was not on time. Like I stayed like, at a normal, like I didn't go off like, like, like at all. Like, I mean, not like a crazy amount. So like, if it was like this, I was probably off by like a beat or so, mm-hmm. like half a beat, but I only needed something just so I could like be like pretty accurate. You know what I mean? I didn't want to just like, I mean, was that a conscious decision coming in? Like we're not going to use a click. No, it wasn't even like, I, I was like, I'm not using a click. I didn't want to use a click. I'm terrible at using them. Um, I used it for my band Embera. And that was like, oh my god, that was like trying to get me to do math. Like it was, it's that hard. It's because it, because if yeah, it, a lot of people it messes with them. See, that's the thing. If you you have to practice it, like uh, if you're someone who like takes lessons and you're constantly using a click, you could come in here and record all your songs and be done in like literally three hours because right. you're so good at it. Yeah. But if you're someone like me who like I I took lessons for only like six months of my life. And that was it. So like I never because that's really, when they put like the metronome up yeah, and you yeah. gotta yeah. So like I I never play with a click. So like doing that was like oh my god. It, it probably would have came out unnatural. You know, it yeah, wouldn't have no. sounded the way that you would. No, no, it wouldn't have. And like, even like with the window, um, that song changes tempo only because I just get like it gets more energetic as the song goes on. Right. So I didn't want to just have them be like, okay, dude, like stop it here and then go up like five beats per measure. Like I just, I was like, you know what, just fuck it. Like I want to just do it the way I play it live. Cause that's the way people like to hear the song. Sure. You know, I guess that's my, so what was the easiest part of the recording process, the writing, recording, mixing process? Um, writing was definitely not, I mean, writing with me, uh, 
I'll just go through all three of those like real quick. Writing with me is very weird because like I will go months without writing a song. It'll piss me off. And that's the thing. I'll be like, for months, I'm like, you know what? I wrote a song not that long ago. I just got chill for a bit. Like I don't want to force a song because then I'm not going to like it. Right. And then eventually I'll get like really mad and be like, this is unbelievable. Like I'm never, I'm never going to fucking make it because I can't fucking write a goddamn. <laughs> like that's the thing. But then literally the next day, like it's, there you go. It's there. So I was like, okay, you know what? I just need to wait till I get pissed off and then yeah. like freak out and the next day write. Because that's why I would always go. So like, I'll go months without, you know what I mean? But um, I, uh, so like with writing, like it's, it's weird because like I'll, I'll write a song and then like I could either write it and finish it with, with a first shot. Like the window part two where that song has like a, a lot of lyrics in that song. I think I wrote that all in one sitting. Mm. And uh, usually the way, Terry and I, the way we determine like songs we like that we write is if it's stuck in my head the next day, that's usually a key indication that I should probably show somebody. Right. Um, recording wise, I think the easiest part was doing guitar because I practiced them so much except some like, except the song always. Cause that song was just, it was such a pain in the ass to record guitar parts. Um, like, but definitely guitar. That was definitely the easiest. I mean, obviously bass was probably the easiest part to record, but uh, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, guitar. I mean, vocals were like it, it all depended on the song. Like the window, I I think I was just so pumped to be in a studio. It was the first song I recorded. I was just so excited to be here that like I wasn't worried about anything, and I I got like the whole entire vocal track and everything done in one shot. Really? And, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we did like one full take, and he's like, okay, like choose like you want to go through this i like i think i kept the first verse i did redid the second verse and like i think i literally did it like very it, it was probably like under like 30 minutes tops for the main vocal track and then we added harmonies onto it sure. and stuff like that but um a lot of the vocal tracks i usually ended up doing like i just do a full take and then go back and go back so it just varied from songs um and i think just the hardest part about anything with this is just waiting to hear the final track you know what i mean i think that's like the like, it doesn't matter how hard the recording process is. Like, you could be stressed the fuck out doing all that. But just that, like, even if you have to wait freaking, like, like, like an hour. If I knew Jimmy was going to send a song at 8 o'clock, from 7 to 8, I'd be losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I would lose my goddamn mind. Because I'm just knowing that, like, okay, this is this could be potentially the song that's going on my CD. Like, the final copy of it. I want to hear it right so how So how many notes did you have on, like, the mixes? Like notes like that, like where it's like, ah, this is, you know not, what I mean? Not, not a lot. Like really the window, it was crazy. Cause the window, when I, I came in for the, uh, the, like the mastering of that and I came in and I already heard the song, like what the second I opened the door and I heard it and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, cause he was working on it. As he was already, he had already worked on it for 15 minutes and that's yep. it. It was only 15 goddamn minutes <clears throat> and it made the song. That's why Jimmy's awesome. J oh my God. Like. I remember I walked in the door and I was like, what? Like, literally, I was like, what the? I like, I started like running it. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was literally running through your hallways. <laughs> and I walked in and I, I was like, like, oh my God. And I like looked at it and like, I heard it. And like, Angela was like, dude, it sounds great, man. I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, holy shit. This sounds so good. And uh, I think that was like, that was a big thing. Like hearing final mixes, like waiting for them. If like, oh my God, that's just like, it's horrible. But I mean, but like, was it? Like the mixing, pro I don't, I don't know if people understand like the mixing process. So it's like, it's like, you oh, have, did it, I it, want, did I want anything changed? Yeah, when like there when you're sitting all, in there going yeah. like, you know, 
They're Raise really, the guitar here, lower the vocal here. Or, yeah, because there's obviously some things that they're not going to hear because they're the ones... You need multiple sets of ears. Absolutely. You. Like, there's going to be some things that Jimmy's not going to pick up on because... Like, because because he's not in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's definitely times where, like, they'd email me, like, they like, Dropbox me a song. I'm like, okay, wait, bass is way too loud. I'm like, okay, you're right. It's, like, really hot there. Yeah. Um, There were some times where, like, they do, like, a, a reverb on a vocal and, like, there's, like, different types of reverbs for people that don't know. There's like a wet one, which is like very like stadium reverb. Sure, and there's yeah. like a dry one that's kind of just like, it's like, hey, hey, like a like really subtle echo in the background. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, you know what? I don't like the dry one. Like make it more like wet or like, I don't like the wet reverb. Make it more dry. Like, it's just like simple stuff like that. Like it was never anything. I'm like, whoa, dude, like this is like. You've ruined my career. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> everything was like spot on. It was insane. Like I've never had a time where someone's like sent me mixes back and I didn't have like. A million, you know what I mean? Like, right. you always find little problems, but like, I expected small ones, but like, I really, there were some songs where there was not one thing wrong with them. And like, it just, that's insane. That just shows like how. I mean, well, in your experience before yeah. from recording, I mean, was, was there like when you get mixes where you're, where you're like, oh, yeah. oh change 8,000 things in yeah. this song. And that's just cause like a lot of the times when I would get mixes, like I would, you know what I mean? It, it, I'm the only person like really listening to them. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I guess like, and you always expect that. Like I really, you guys probably should have had errors in them and there wasn't. And that's, what's insane. Like I expected errors and didn't get any of them. And I, I'm not trying to just kiss everyone at this studio's ass, but literally like, we will, we will, we will pull our pants down for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I guess that's don't, don't no, give Mark I, an excuse. No, I'm just, I'm on, just please. really, I'm just really happy that you had a, yeah. a, an enjoyable experience. No, like it was, I mean, it was awesome. I'm just so, I'm so excited to just release it. Like I'm, I'm seeing my phone, I'm getting messages now from people telling me to bring them CDs tomorrow, which is already a cool sign. Just make <laughs> just make sure they have money. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'll, I'll happily drive to your house. Do you have $5 that you can give me for this wonderful work of art? Because it didn't just manifest itself into the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I that's the thing. Like I hate I hate selling music because like I wish I could I wish I could just be like, you know what? Here, take just it. Just give it to the world. But like the only reason I have to is if I do want to try to make this at all my career, I'm not going to make any. Well, also you, know, you can't, can't devalue it right off the bat. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Like you worked hard on it. Yeah. You know, and, and basic and, and look, you're making a product mm -hmm. in actuality. Like yeah. you're, you're my, my big thing is I just can't sell anything to anybody. I could work in a store and like, 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 I'll be like okay, okay. It's like, Four ninety five. Like I, I can't. <laughs> How I, much are these Skittles? I've ooh, just, just take them. Just, yeah. just get out. Run. And I get fired like two seconds later. <laughs> you couldn't sell them a goddamn pack of Skittles. Yeah, no. but you should be proud of this. It's not one of those things where it's like you know you're not hawking crap. Like, yeah, I know. You should be yeah. proud of this. Yeah, so. I know. That's the thing. It's not even that. It's just like when I'm taking money from people. It's not even like I'm like I'm like oh, let me take your damn money. I, I don't even think of it. I just I just don't like you know what I mean. I just I have to. Get let me past tell you, as a point. thirty five year old. Eventually, you're going to be okay with that. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know Absolutely. I will. I know I will. I just have to get past that phase of like not being weirded out to ask people to pay for it if they want. They want the, you know what I mean? Well, like, for, okay, for instance, do you feel bad asking about what the price of the Skittles are? No. Do you think the person that you're asking feels bad about giving you the price of the Skittles? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you think the person that you give money to that puts it in the drawer feels bad about taking your money? No. Then why should you? Okay. That's a good point. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no, it's a good point. <laughs> you know, I, I, look, the, the, one of the hardest lessons I learned doing what I'm doing is like, 
hey, will you guys pay me? <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, hey, I sent you an invoice. When can I expect that payment? <laughs> and you just have to do yeah, it, yeah, man. It's to, like, yeah. you know what I mean? People will take advantage of you, and that's the other thing. It's, it's not about taking yeah. advantage. It's, it's like, no, yeah, it's a, you know, yeah. if I bought a Big Mac, I got to pay for it. Yeah. Right. You know, it's going to give me pleasure and enjoyment. And then later it's going to give me absolute utter pain. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's what, that's what your, your music is. It's supposed yeah, to bring gonna, joy gonna, or make people, it's, it's, you know. It's going to bring absolute joy and then make them feel incredible pain later on. I don't think so, man. <laughs> I really don't. Unless it's, yeah. unless. Ho- hopefully get them through pain. That's, yes. Unless somebody that's, sharpens it and throws the disc at you. I don't well, know how yeah. it's going to bring pain. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in a Hellraiser movie. <laughs> <laughs> so the the um in terms of the 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 music itself and uh and getting it out there and everything obviously you've been you know uh you know active with that and that sort of thing what i took note of too is and i i think this is a subconscious thing i don't think this was something that you were maybe particularly trying for or whatever but it has very much uh what i would call like that scranton wilkes-barre kind of sound to really? it you know yeah and and I, I, it struck me when i first heard you play live it was very much like i could see this fitting in with uh, you know, Menzinger's Title Fight, Tiger's Jaw, you know, those yeah. bands that have come out of here and kind of developed that sound that I think Northeast PA is becoming known for now. See, that's the thing. Like, I obviously like that. Those are the bands I love. And it's funny that you say that because I like, I'm so sick of hearing so many bands, new bands, just try to do that exact sound. Right. And I hate like where they, you know, like they have really good vocals and then they'll scream, they'll, you know, they'll have like the killer scream that like, you know, Greg Barnett will have, but then like they're not. It's, you know what I mean? You're not, if you start a band and you're like, hey, let's try to sound like the Menzingers, you're not going to be a band. You're just trying to sound like another band. Like you should just try and do, and that's the thing. I never really tried to sound like anything. So the fact that I kind of strayed back to it, it probably just shows that those are my biggest influences like in my life. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Cause even, even though it's like, not even that they're just from Scranton, like, like the Menzingers, Tiger's Jaw, like Captain, like, all, like Pedal, even Pedal and Three Man. Um, right. Like all those bands, uh, all the uh, all, all the bands that are on the the holiday show. Though. Yeah, like those are like literally my favorite bands. Like, right. like take aside like I love Gaslight Anthem and Al Country, but those those bands are like my favorite bands. So obviously, like I think there probably will be like some instances where you hear how I'm influenced. I guess you know what I mean. But I w- I never try to uh, sound like that. But that's probably a good thing though, because well, when when I saw you at the holiday show, I mean, you took a few blows for these bands. You know, oh, you, oh my god! You got you got yeah. whacked in the what head. What does that mean? I uh, he literally got smashed in the I got, head. I got a concussion at the holiday show. <laughs> Why? I was uh, I was just, I was just minding my own goddamn business, and like I think it was during I saw water, and everyone just went up and like everyone started crowd surfing like six million people at once, and someone like I've gotten hit before at shows and it was never a big deal, but someone like it was like a full like roundhouse kick, like right to the back of my uh, head. And instantly I was, I was out. It was done. Like, and I don't remember shit from the rest of that night. I remember talking to Rich like briefly and I was yep. like, sitting on some ledge next to his stand. I remember one song from the Menzingers and I could literally, I have no memory. I, I had a concussion for like a couple days after that. It was nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think I remember asking you a few times if you're okay. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get back in there. And, and then I come right back out and be like, fuck, no. Because <laughs> yeah, like, this dude. is what happened. I'd be like, okay, like, I'd hear a song. I remember this. I remember they were playing Rodent. And like, obviously, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite songs. So like, you know how hard it is? Like, when you're at a show and you're trying so hard, like, you're you're hyped up inside. 
Right. But you know, if you yell the words, your head's going to blow up in like three <laughs> seconds. So like, they'd be like, oh, what? Like they'd scream. I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And I'd start yelling <laughs> the words and then instantly, like I'd hit my head and just go right back down. And everyone's like, dude, just stop. I'm like, I don't want to stop. I wait all fucking year for this. Like, right. this is the biggest let, that was the biggest letdown of the entire year. <laughs> Waiting all year for that shit. And then just getting kicked in the head and not remembering. And anything. just getting kicked in the head. <laughs> Literally. No, because I even, I don't, I barely remember pedal set. And I, I didn't have a concussion at that point. I, I, I remember, I lost memory of like almost everything of that night. It was insane. <laughs> and this is why we don't do drugs. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, no, either way. Uh, I always, my big thing is like, I always would love to like, obviously play with those bands. And my thing is, I'm always like, I wonder if they would like my music because it's so different. I always thought it's so different from their songs that I don't know if they'd like it, but that's funny that you say like you still see that in them. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it, it just, it just clicked right away when I, when I saw it and I said, that, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would think so. So then I, when I asked you later, if you were a fan of those bands, it was like, oh, okay. You know, that, that, yeah, that makes sense. But it, I, I don't feel like it was a, a conscious decision at no, all. No. You know, it just kind of seeped in there, which I think is good. I think that's the way it should be. And like, that's the thing, like my whole, this is a weird, like little thing that I've always thought of. Like, if I'm ever like stressed out and like you always like listen to bands and like you hear like you want to listen to a song that's going to apply to your exact feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And if I can't find a song that like if I want to like post a tweet with the lyric in it or something like that and if I just can't figure out what the hell is matching my mood that's a sign that I should probably write a song myself because no one is going to no other band's going to be able to capture exactly what I'm feeling right now. You know what I mean? Like, right. Except me. So that's why like I'm like I'm not going to try and sound like any I just want to write something right now. And just hopefully that will be what. Well, yeah. there's there's definitely a maturity in the songwriting. I feel you know I I, I feel like if in James's if I, work, yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when you listen to it, I, you feel like uh, you know, oh, this guy's much older and he's seen much more <laughs> and he's experienced much more. You know what I mean? Like uh, that was always that was always the thing that actually kind of scared me though, because I always felt like even if I wrote like mature songs, I thought people were like, dude, this kid's 18 though. Like he doesn't know shit. Who gives a shit? That's the thing. But that, that's just me being like, oh God, like watch like someone be like, dude, like what the fuck? Romeo and Juliet were dead by 13, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> but no, uh, that that was like, oh, I always just panic about stupid stuff though. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, well, you're young. Yeah. So how was your experience with uh, the whole Got Talent thing? Uh, it, it's, yeah. it seems everybody has, uh, a, you know, usually positive experiences, but very different yeah. experiences. No, with I, th- I think, honestly, I met so many people from the, that that entire thing. Um, that's That was the best part. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you want to win. But the whole thing is, like, I, there are so many people I met that are active <laughs> followers of my music now. Sure. I would never have met. I probably, it, I could, I mean... I probably would have ended up like meeting them somewhere because it's NEPA. You're going to bump into everybody at some point. Right. But I mean, that just like shows that like, that's how many like incredible people you bring just to that thing. You know what I mean? That, that's what, you know, like I, I try to tell people it's not about, you know, the, the, the prizes and the money and stuff like that. It's, it's really about the connections you make because yeah. a lot of yeah. those go on to form other things. I see, you know, a lot of friendships, a lot of shows, yeah. a lot of events and things come out of that. Even though uh, really Anshay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I probably. I don't know if I'd ever have, would ever meet her anywhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. But uh, was she the girl who did? Uh, she did all the covers on the U- U- uh, Uke. She wow. Was like 15, she was like sixteen. I, yeah. yeah. I judged for that. Didn't I? I was like, holy yeah. shit. Well, no. I was there her first night there, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, oh my god. I mean, she shut the room down. Yeah. Literally. 
Yeah. And I mean, that's no offense to anybody else there, but I think it was one of those things where it was just really unexpected. Yeah. No. And yeah, she's, she's a she's a beautiful young girl, a beautiful, yeah. talented young girl. But I, the only thing I can compare it to is like when Susan Boyle like first hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she yeah. walks out and you're like, oh, what's this going to be? And then all of a sudden it was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I put down a yeah. bu- I put down a hot wing for that. <laughs> I uh, no, but that's the thing. Like, there's so many people. Like, I I brought a few. I brought Alyssa Lazar too, mm-hmm. and she's another like great musician. I'm sure she's probably made hopefully some connections because of that as well. Um, yeah, she was awesome. She's she also has an EP coming out soon too. So I don't know if anyone is listening to this. Look up Aly- Alyssa Lazar. I don't know when the hell her CD is gonna be out, but hopefully soon. Tell her to come here. It'll come out real quick. <laughs> 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 I'm like getting shameless now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, no, I think the whole thing is great. Um, obviously, sometimes it gets now is she doing full band or just like a, I think she did a full band. I think okay, she did. Uh, she was the blonde girl that played. No, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I did, asked you about her. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's great. Um, and she's younger than I am. She's uh, she's probably a year she's twelve. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. I'm thirteen. She's twelve. Yep. Okay. Uh, but you yeah, know there th- there was a lot of great like moments in that night and even like even the night where like i just won like the the pop like the the week yeah i know that was that was a big deal for you it was it just it was only a big deal not even in the sense where i was like yeah i get i get 50 bucks baby like i didn't give a <laughs> fuck about any i just wanted like it was just cool. i bought another hour recording time look yeah. <laughs> that that money actually went to chipotle eden and then i put the other remaining of it in my uh the other seven dollars <laughs> in my bank account but no, I uh, I was just like, I was so excited at the fact that like people actually, I that's like again impacting something. You know what I mean? Right. You connected. Yeah, and that that's all I cared about was the fact that people actually cared enough to be like, you know what, this kid was great. I'm gonna vote for him. People I never met. Do you know why I like you? Really? I don't. Wait, do I know I like you? No. Do you know why I like you? Oh, they said, do you know I like you? I was well, like, yeah. I thought that was a given. <laughs> why do you like me? Because you have humility. You're self-deprecating. And you don't want to be famous. And that sounds like bad things, but I think that the, that's the recipe for success. Really? I absolutely do. And I think I, anybody who's like, I want to be famous, you're not going to be famous. You got to love what you do. Yeah. And that's a, you love yeah. what you do. And like, that's the thing. Like, when I was saying before, like, obviously, if you want to be famous, like, obviously, I think everyone at some point is like, you know what? I want to be famous. I think, I think fame yeah. is a byproduct of love. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't want it like, in the sense, like, where like, I'm like, I'm doing it just because I'm like, okay, I'm going to release. This. I need money. I'm going to go tour real quick. And yeah. Get money. Cause you know what? If you're going in the music business, you're not right going to Gene Simmons it. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I want money. <laughs> I'm going to become a musician. doesn't work that way. That That's so dumb. Like, but people, but people can tell mm-hmm. whether or not you give a damn. Yeah. And that's the thing. So like, obviously if I ever become like a famous musician, like air quote, air quote. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to, I'm never going to be like, I'm famous, bitch. Like, I'm going to be like, holy shit. This means all, all this means is I could go tour and people will come see me. Like, that's what, I, you know what I mean? Like, sure. that's the whole extent of fame I want. Like the men's To make thing. a living doing what you love. Yeah. Like the men's thing. It's like the perfect example of a band that made it out of Scranton that they tour. They're huge all over the world now. But the, they're so humble about yeah. it and grateful for yeah. everything yeah. that they Every, have. Yeah. They're, and they're nice, they're nice people. That's because um, they're Westsiders, man. That's true. Even even, uh, even Bobby Barnett, he he subs at my school. Yeah, and it's funny just seeing him like walk around. I'm like, dude, like he was talking about that when we had him on the show. How really? how weird that is. Yeah, you know? no, it's because like I, it's weird because like people know who he is in my school. 
Yeah, well, he he said, you know, he he really have to like draw the line sometimes because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's great and everything, yeah, but, but like I have yeah. to be the teacher here. Like yeah, you, we yeah. can't have that yeah, sort of yeah. you know the the fan to musician relationship. Uh, you yeah. know, um, oh, I'm happy you guys like my music. Who threw that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, you want this is a funny. I don't know if he's ever gonna hear this, but it's funny. Want, this is how I figured out. I was at lunch and I was like, there was a bunch of girls on my table, and they're like, oh my god, did you see the new sub? He's so hot and i was like i was and I, I, literally i was like no like they asked me that i was like no i didn't i didn't see the sub and then i thought it, you were gonna go like yes he is <laughs> no and then it turns out it was him i was like what the fuck like it just blew because it was the first time you ever subbed there right and i just saw him walk and i was like and i was like i was like wait i was like what, I was like, what the fuck like, <laughs> i was like that's bobby barnett okay um but i was like that's probably who they were talking about <laughs> that's it, funny but yeah it was a little it was, a little, it was like funny knowing that like I had no idea who they were talking about. It was Bobby. And just like <laughs> I right, think see, Jimmy I, gets that all the time at his school. <laughs> well, J- Jimmy's an attractive man. Yeah. Oh, if I only had like a tenth of his DNA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a jerk. It's all in the curls, dude. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. He's a beautiful. He's like cute and a, he's like ah. Oh. Dressed is nice. Yeah. He's like he's like adorable wrapped in a burrito. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So we keep coming back to burritos, though, which is why I think you should get Chipotle after this. I yeah, I might need to. I don't know. <laughs> so I, 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 touching on what we were saying before, I think it really is about uh, just saying I, I want to do this for a living, and whatever I'm going to do to have to get there, that's that's yeah. what I have to do. Yeah, you know? it's not so much a I want to be famous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you you know you're you're you you have it set in your mind. This is you know I'm going to become a professional musician. I'm going to yeah. do everything that I can to get to that yeah. point. And and my big thing is too like it all just takes time too. Sure. And I mean obviously there's going to be people who obviously there's going to be people who spend all this time on it and it never works out for them. But then there's also you look at like bands like uh perfect example like okay the story so far like they're a big you know like pop punk like I don't know what you describe them yeah and there's a video of them they have a song called quicksand they're playing it in a basement i think of front of literally like five people and this was years ago and now you could search that same song and see them playing it at warp tour with however many fucking people there you know what i mean like sure and that's just all in a couple years difference and and it's it's constant work too i mean yeah. you get a band like uh the deftones uh, mm-hmm. a couple months ago did an interview and 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 uh singer basically said you know uh, if, I, if we don't tour at least once a year yeah. like i don't pay my bills yeah. it's this isn't a matter of like okay i'm a millionaire now i'm set for life in my big mansion and everything yeah. it's constant upkeep you have to yeah. keep doing it you have yeah. to keep touring and and working at it yeah, over and, and, and over again you have again. to actually care enough so that if you put something out it's not going to sound like shit you know what i mean sure like, well it's that saying now where it's it's like uh most bands it used to be that you toured to promote an album and yeah. now you're releasing an album to promote a tour yeah yeah because that's where you're making all your money yeah right yeah you know those guys have to do it like i love deftones but like trust me no one is selling as many records today as they were 10 years ago mm-hmm. and it sucks and you got to go out and play but yeah. but at the same time it's like you guys love to do that mm-hmm. so why aren't you going out yeah you know, go yeah. out and play like right. deftones is like it's almost like it's a burden yeah where it's <laughs> like know, oh we gotta go out I, you know Kids are going to school, and that's the thing. Like you look at like Blink, we have to get a job. Like Blink One Eighty Two, like Tom DeLonge, like what, when he like got kicked out of the band. Uh, Mark was saying he's like, you know what? I'm, oh no, Travis said he's like, I'm just so sick of him like only wanting the tour when he needs money. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm so sick of like he needs to pay. A co- he needs like he needs a couple of, like he needs the cash, and he's like, let's just go play a show. He's like, right. I don't want that. I want someone who's actually gonna obviously get money for playing, but w- want to fucking do it. 
Sure. And that's why they added the Matt Skiba, which is like, this is a completely unrelated, but that just blows my mind. Like you're taking Blink-182, obviously a band that I think everyone has listened to at some point in their life. Mm-hmm. And then you're taking the singer of my favorite band, Alkaline Trio, yeah. and morphing them together. That just like... <laughs> it just blew your mind. Oh my God. Like I will, I will drive hours to see that show. Oh my God. <laughs> How so, many hours? I have no idea. If I had money... I'll drive as many hours. We as will try to discount your next album so that you can have. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can, so you can have, you like, can have that one moment. Yeah. So, so, so you can have to, your lunch money. So I can go to Chipotle twice a week. Now. Twice a week. And you can drive to go to see, you know, maybe I'll buy a day for you. <laughs> Just so you can go see a, a gig. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I, I, but the thing is, I think I will make, I will make my money back. I think. And that's, you know, and that's great. You know, not I, everybody yeah. can say that. I think that I will, I feel confident, confidently, confidently enough that I will sell enough that, and I'm not even, try, it's not even, I'm trying to make my money back, but I think I will eventually just end up being like, wow, I made my money back. Like, which, uh, that'll be a great, a uh, great feeling, great yeah. accomplishment in itself. Yeah. Um, but, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I would love to, <laughs> cause someone brought up the idea of making vinyls and that's just like, mm. Once they said that, I was like, fuck you. Like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. Like, why'd you have to put that idea in my head? Right. Because I would love to do that, but that's not going to... It's literally, like, it's like $1,800 for like 200 of them. Oof. And that's saying that you have to sell all fucking 200 of those. Like, sure. Yeah. You, you can't have a, you know, a box in the basement. Yeah. Like, hey, does anybody want... It? Like, do you still have those vinyls? Like, I... Yeah. It's a, I that's what... If I ever if I ever blow up, I will eventually make vinyls and that'll be a cool feeling, but... Not anytime soon. <laughs> That's you know I I saw uh like a an article the other day about oh you know uh, cassettes are coming back and it's like no cassettes aren't coming back it's just those people probably wanted to put it on vinyl but they couldn't afford it so yeah. they bought cassettes instead. Yeah, that's the thing. But <laughs> you know what? It's weird. Like they are coming back, but it's it's probably like a long. I think it's like a cool thing to have. Yeah. But I don't know if. I mean. It's not like you can go out and buy a cassette player now. Yeah, it's, it's it's not necessarily practical. Like it's you, more it's more I feel like it's more of a collector's item kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know, like if you're I, one of those yeah. people that have to have, mm-hmm. you know, a, a different copy of every album and like every time they re release it yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like Star Wars? You're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <sighs> Star Wars on cassette. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, so, no. so tell uh tell us about the uh the the release show. Oh yeah. Um so I have it for March 19th at Adezo. It's going to be uh, a very, very uh, great show. Uh, it's going to be... Are you going to call it an intimate evening with? An intimate evening? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, doesn't... the uh, Who does that? Uh, your pal Frank does that. Frankie Palumbo. <laughs> he always does that. Um, no, but it's going to be uh, Ed Cuzo. Obviously, we all love Ed. Uh, yep. We love Ed. Um, I accidentally spoke about him as if he was your father earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, it's gonna be uh, my friend James, who uh, he plays in a band called Better Days, and they just released their EP called Heart of Love. And he had his EP release show at the other side on Saturday. I played at, and it was a great show. And he also in that band, he, uh, his friend Tony plays, and she's gonna be playing uh, as a like she goes by uh, Wishing Well, mm. and she, that's when she plays her acoustic songs. But she also has a band called Spur. And Spurs is gonna be a great band. They already are. Um, I, I I just listened to their demo the other day. It was thoroughly incredible. impressed. Like the song Fire. Oh my God, it's so good. James plays bass in that band. Mm. Um, but so I mean, he told me like she's one of the best musicians he's ever seen. I was like, okay, I'll believe you. And then, and that she played, and I was like, oh my God, like holy crap, like she's phenomenal. 
so she's uh she's playing some songs, Ed's playing, uh then Better Days will play, uh and then me. And then I think the show starts at seven. Um it's free, all ages, uh right in Scranton. So I'll have my C D there. Uh I just I hope I think there's and in the event page it says fifty two people going. So so they they better go and pack that place. That that would be even though I got like freaking fifteen people in there, it's still like packed in there. Yeah, that's true. So if I if I can get fifty two people in that place, I will be thoroughly. It's a free pissed. show. There's no excuses, people. You <laughs> have to go to this. Like, I, the thing is, I think I think I can get because pe- I can get people to go to my shows there anytime. Anytime I play at Dezo, it's great. Like I always have fun playing there. Everyone that works there is awesome. The coffee's incredible. Their bagels they have this like cinnamon, uh, honey butter now. Yeah. And it's like the best thing I think I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and uh, like everything they have there is just incredible. So uh, everyone should definitely go to that. And you could buy a physical copy of my CD there. I also put barcodes on that for free for the website. So I'm thinking I should probably try and go to Gallery Sound and maybe see if they'll sell them. But yeah, I've just been too, too goddamn lazy to go up. Because I, I have a barcode. I might as well try to use it, you know? Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, I, I know Joan Ardone sells a lot of local albums there. Yeah. So I, I'd imagine he'd... And, and Embassy, too, probably. Yes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But uh, either way, I'll have physical copies there. Um, uh, musical Energy in Wilkes-Barre as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, in, uh, yeah, in downtown, uh, downtown Wilkes-Barre. Actually, in the old Gallery of Sound location that used to be in downtown... Oh, they don't. Wait, there's, there's a record. There's a record. Gallery store Sound not in Wilkesburg anymore. Or? They they have oh, one they up moved. on the highway. Oh, they moved. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was gonna say that was the one I've been. Well, to. they they had the two locations and then they closed the oh. one and just kind of consolidated up on the highway. Okay, there used to be one in Clark Summit too, and it was awesome. Yeah, I because uh, I remember when I was a kid, that was where I think I bought my first CD. The Gallery Sound in Clark Summit. Yeah, right, was, right behind uh, the Blockbuster. Yeah, no, literally. And uh, do you know what originally was over by where the Garrity's is? <clears throat> really? Yep. The original. Gallery of Sound was over there, and then they moved it down to where the Blockbuster was. That's so weird. So when I was in like 1996, that's where it was, and then they moved it down. Because I bought my first CD. The first CD, well, I didn't buy it. It was the first CD my dad ever, like, I asked my dad to buy for me. It was Real Big Fish. Katy che- Perry? Oh. No, Real Big Fish, Cheer Up. <laughs> that was a great album. Great CD. Nice. And even if you don't like Real Big Fish anymore, like, even you know, Scott, I, I'm, I hope I don't offend anybody with this, but Scott is kind of, uh, you know, dying out. Yeah, it's hard to say, but it kind of is. Yeah, it has it has been. Um, re- even if you don't like, even if you stop listening, I feel like Cheer Up is just a, a CD that you can listen to whenever. Hmm. Um, yeah, that was the first CD I ever bought there, which is funny. So I don't know. They used uh, to give away the sampler CDs in there too. Yeah, Did you used yeah. to get those. Yeah, no, and they used to. Uh, I just remember you'd walk in, and they were, that was like a big place too. It was like a big gallery. Sounds I feel like. Yes, the one. Yeah, the one up there. Absolutely. Uh, I wish though, because. Now I had to drive an extra five minutes to uh, Dixon City, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. So, uh, anything else we want to want to talk about before we get into the last word? That's uh, up to James, man. So anything any, else you want to mention? Any anything any, else I should mention? Is there anything else I should mention? Yeah, uh, about the album, uh, about the the release, uh, about uh, uh, musicians that you're well, playing with. Anything else? It'll Any good on. TV shows you're watching on Netflix? Ooh. Um, well, first off, I watched Lost over the summer. What'd you think? <sighs> wow. I watched the entire series in three weeks. Nice. All seven seasons. Yeah. Oh, it's six. It's six. But, uh, I thought it was seven. No, it's six. six. Season six only has like 12 episodes. But yeah, no. What am I, an asshole? It was like, nine, <laughs> it was like 90, or 90 episodes or something like that in like 120 hours or something like that. It was on the ridiculous. I watched the first season in a day. It was the it was 
insane. I cried three or four times during the series finale. Oh my god, it was so good. Not because yeah. it was like good storytelling, it was because you fell in love with those characters. Yeah, yeah. And and I like I watched The Office like once a year. No, I, no, I watched The Office like twice a year. Like meaning not like I watched like, an episode once a year. I watched the entire series like once or twice a year. <laughs> um, I used to be that way with How I Met Your Mother, but then they blew the finale of that show. I don't know if you guys ever watched. Yeah, that ooh, that like. I mean, a lot, a lot of people are not happy with the way still, that ended. Still not. Do you have That's, Hulu? Yeah, I just, I, I just found out I've had it for two fucking months. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> yes. Dwight Do from it. the Office. Battlestar Galactica. It's gonna change your world. You're saying it like how Dwight says it in the office. And that's I don't why care I how I'm that's saying. Why I, it. I know, I know. That's why I can't take it seriously. He's like Battlestar Galactica. Is that, is that better? <laughs> how about BSG? Okay. I'm I'm dead serious. Right. What are you doing tonight? Um, I'm not inviting myself over to your house or anything. I'm just asking you. Uh, I might get a burrito after this. All right, get your burrito. Go. Do you have an Apple TV? Yeah. Okay. You go home. You open up Hulu. Okay. Type in Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Start on the miniseries, which is the first one. Yeah. So it's like a three-part. Yeah. Okay. After the first 30 minutes. Well, I, I told my buddy the first 10. If After the first 10 minutes, he's not convinced. It's not for him. Mm-hmm. But I'll give you like 45 minutes. All right. So after the first 45 minutes, I want you to Facebook me. Okay. And I want you to say, still interested. Or this is bullshit. No, I should just say still interested and not or not interested. So it sounds like I'm trying to like, you're trying to hit on me and I'm trying to give you an answer. <laughs> swipe okay. left yeah, yeah. or swipe yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so say yeah. say yes or no. How about that? Right. Yes means you're still interested. Yeah. No means not for you. Okay. Will you do that for me tonight? I'll, I'll, uh, I, I will try. No, we let you on this podcast. Okay, I will do it. <laughs> I've been watching South. Because this is why I've had Hulu for a, a, like two months already. No one fucking told me, <laughs> which means I could have been watching South Park for literally the last two months with or like the Flash or Gotham or, like, or, or like Seinfeld, anything. Yeah. And I had no fucking idea. Battlestar so, Galactica. I if you liked Lost, you will like Battlestar Galactica. All right. I, I believe you. Then. Will you do that tonight for me? I will. Please I will. just do an hour. Okay. And if you don't, tomorrow's a school day. I know. <laughs> but will you please okay. just give me an hour? Okay. All right. That's all I, I ask. Let me watch one more South Park episode tonight and I'll start it right after. No, don't be a cheese. You can't. You, those are two different, tonally different things. <laughs> I was watching. Like, un, uncurl, unfurl your burrito from its silver wrapper <laughs> and and just turn on the first episode of Battlestar Galactic. <laughs> all right. I will. I will. I promise you. I you will. have to. I promise you I will. And then you're not going to get any sleep tonight if, you're, if your answer is yes. <laughs> I'm not going to get any sleep tonight regardless. But I promise you. I, I just can't wait for Daredevil to come back. Is that two weeks from now? Yeah, two weeks. No, it opens up the same day that Batman vs. Superman comes out. Yeah, I know. And you know which one I'm doing first? Batman? Daredevil. <laughs> You're going to hit all of Daredevil before you go to see Batman. I might. No, I'll probably watch a couple episodes. I heard this season, I'm, I'm I heard this to, season not so much. I'm going to, what, this one? Mm-hmm. It's, it's got Punisher in it. I just heard, I just read a review. It's got I'm not pu- saying it's right. Well, I'm I'm much more of a Marvel fanboy than a DC fanboy to begin with, so I'm biased. But uh, I I'm just not everything that I've seen with Batman Superman. I'm not particularly thrilled with what they're doing with it. So I okay. can kind of I can kind of wait for that one. I'm not right. like as hyped about that one as I, I I should I probably should be. Okay. But hmm. uh, but I am I'm very excited for Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. <coughs> I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Unbreakable. That was a great show. I'm sorry. Did you watch it? No. You didn't watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? No. Oh, right up your alley, man. I will then. Okay. It was awesome. Wow. And the theme song. It's I, the I, only show that I actually listen to the theme song every time. I'm getting through uh, another, like, I've been watching a lot of Netflix shows with my wife, and uh, we just, we're, we're finishing up uh, Bloodline as one that of their really original good. shows. It's good, but I feel like they could character piece. They could have cut three or four episodes out, and, and it wouldn't have changed anything. Like No, because I want to watch Ben Mendelsohn go crazy. Like, I, I get that there's a buildup, and I'm totally cool with that. Like, I watch really long movies and independent movies and stuff. I'm not, you know, one of those kind of people. But there are just parts where it's just like, this is fucking repetitive. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. how many times is this guy going to do this before we finally get to the, the 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 comeuppance for him doing all of these things? You know, it's just like, what, just what get episode to are you it on? already. Uh, 11. Isn't there only there's, 11? There's 13. Okay. That's what I, yeah. There's 13 episodes to tell a story that could probably be told in maybe eight episodes. Yeah, but just let it, just let it roll over you. Yeah. I mean, like smooth jazz. Just let it happen. I'm sure by the finale, I'll be happy with it, but I'm not so sure, but uh, (laughs) just let it roll over you like smooth jazz. Fair enough. You know what I used to do on Sunday nights when I was uh, in middle school and go to church? No. Oh. No, that, that, that's been, that's been like, like 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I used to get ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I watched Desperate Housewives with my mom, <laughs> and that uh, show was fucking awesome. Uh, swear to God. Okay. I swear to God. Sure, it wasn't the ice cream influencing your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch. I'd watch Desperate Housewives on Sundays, and Ugly Betty on Thursdays before they move them to Wednesdays. My my mom used to make me watch uh, nine hundred two one zero with her, so I I, I I I understand. I feel that but the thing is, I actually she'd like, have nobody else home but, to like. But watch. I like the my show. Be at work there were great shows. Yeah, but can't she watch it on her own? No, she was. She wanted somebody to, you know, be able to to point in the screen and say, "Oh, I can't believe that happened." You know, I mean, at a shit. young age, did you realize Brenda was a bitch? Oh yeah. Totally. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Melrose Place didn't just hit. Just didn't click for me. I think I, she watched that too. Uh, I I don't remember because nine hundred two and zero was the lead into Melrose. Right. Right. Yeah, Melrose wasn't as good. Are we doing the last word? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because James has to get home and watch uh, Admiral Adama. Yeah, well, he's got to get his uh, Chipotle. I got, yeah, I got my, my burrito first. Where's it up in Dixon City? Yeah. Watch it. By the time you get home, isn't it cold? No, I'll probably just eat it there. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> why? I have to eat at home. I don't know why. I'm starting to become like this weird person. So why don't you just meet me there? You're starting to become? Why don't you just meet I'm me? Continuing there? to be. We'll have a we'll have a burrito together. Okay. No. <laughs> I tried. All right, last word. <laughs> so, um, so there was an annual report put out by uh, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, that they're a civil rights group. Yeah, and uh, they've historically done a lot of really great things uh, for the civil rights group. Uh, yeah, for for, uh, for minorities, they've they've put together a lot of uh, you know lawsuits and things like that that have you know changed the way that we uh, you know look at the law when it comes to uh, you know minority rights and things like that. And uh, so they're they're a fairly reputable group, uh, and they put out this uh, report every year uh, that tracks the active hate groups. So it's not including you know some asshole with a website who just says you know I hate black people. Like yeah, they don't yeah. put him on there. They they're they're looking at active groups. Is that there are a website that's handing that? out flyers and things like that? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there is. I'm, I'm sure there's one. there's there's just one of them. sentence. Yes. So thanks, uh, Clark. 
they they found that uh, Pennsylvania has the fifth highest concentration of hate groups in the country. Jesus and we have the highest number of anti-government groups. We have like 60 of them. What the fuck? I know, which uh, which that was that was the interesting part. So, how do know, they define anti-government? Well, that I'm I'm glad that you asked that um, because our commenters asked the very same thing. And uh, was it in the article? And I didn't read the article. And oh, it's give me shit. totally in the article. He's going to give me shit uh, <laughs> because uh, what what I one of one of my biggest pet peeves, and I mentioned this last week, and I'll, you did. I'll mention it again and again. Is you know don't read the headline and then share it and throw your comments out there yeah. without actually having read you know <laughs> the the information that's in the story because most of the time you'll find that whatever you're saying is is answered you know yeah. with, within the within the story. Um, so the four groups that are in northeastern Pennsylvania are uh, the East Coast Knights of the True Invisible Empire. What the fuck does that even which mean? Which is basically a Ku Klux Klan chapter. Oh, great. Uh, so they're they're just trying to sound more important. Well, than they, they just are. call it. <laughs> so they're they they have two chapters, one in Scranton, one in Wilkes-Barre. Uh, then you have the European American Action Coalition, which uh, are white nationalists. Hmm. Uh, they're in Pittston. Great. And then you have the Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust in Drums. So again, I, I mentioned this last week, and I will say it again. Wait, wait, wait. Drums has figured out the great Holocaust conspiracy through all of these years, all of these wow. decades that we have thought the Holocaust happened. Drums has figured it out. Drums, what's the Pennsylvania. Name of, wait, what's the name of the group again? The last one? The Committee for Open Debate on the Holocaust. Open debate, though. Like open debate. An so open like, debate. So you know what? Like they're not too sure themselves, but they're, they're they they like what they've like. They're like the right. agnostics of the hate like, groups. Yeah, like they they like what they think, but. They're open to hear what you think too. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. When it's, now do they post minutes? Like, <laughs> I mean, is there? Is I, there, I, I, I mean, do not, they? I mean, do they have their up thoroughly? Do so they I have their know. committee meeting schedule? I, yeah, do I they think have, I'd like, a, like to go just the, to be a their, spectator on their site. The the how to get involved little <laughs> link. <laughs> Come to our meetings in Waymart, Pennsylvania. <laughs> And knowing drums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as population is concerned in the United States, where does Pennsylvania rank? Aren't we in like the top five? Well, the, yeah, that's that's one of the, you know, I was going to get to that is is uh, the, the, the study itself, uh, you know, they're looking at numbers. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at the fact that, you know, the other major things that, you know, the, the other ones that we're I'm following. I'm assuming California has the number one amount of hate groups. We're following Texas, California, Florida, and Tennessee. So we're talking about highly populated states. So of course we're just going to have more by default. It might not necessarily be a uh, you know a, a thing that's exclusive to us. Yeah. Which I you know that so that, that per makes capita we're average. Yeah, I, I guess overall. Uh, I mean, they, and they're pretty spread out. I mean, if you look at the map of it, you know, they they are pretty spread out. There's only four in Northeast PA, but there's there's you know there's it, only four hate groups. Yes. How could there be sixty in the state and only four here? No, there's there's uh, the the sixty anti-government groups. Oh, how many anti-government groups are in Northeast PA? Uh, f it, 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 the it, they actually didn't say that. Um, let me look at. Why are hate hate groups geographically specific, but not anti-government groups? Because right. to me, anti-government groups might be more dangerous. 
Right. Now, now first first of all, hate groups are just assholes. Yeah, the the hate groups uh they they have different classifications, Ku Klux Klan, raise a skinhead. They classify well, they, they break them down as to, you know, what what makes them a hate group. Because okay. that was a big thing is people's, you know, immediately a lot of the commenters were like, well, what's a hate group? You know, like, uh, you know, I'm allowed to hate people, you know, that kind oh of shit. You people know? in the Republican Party could consider that a hate group. <laughs> you could in a lot of what, what and Or the, the Democratic Party, depending the, on your perspective. Well, they're <laughs> they're looking at they're they're looking at activism and they're looking at, you know, the things that are being said and whether or not there's truth to them. You know, I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can have your opinions on whatever you want uh but the same with the anti-government groups is they're really looking at all right is this are they saying like crazy conspiracy shit that has no basis in reality or are they legitimately saying like these are things that are wrong with the government that need to be fixed and here's suggestions for legislation like there's a world of difference between somebody who says well i i disagree with the government and the you know people uh, uh shooting at police officers over land that doesn't belong to them yeah yeah and so the the anti-government groups uh they they were really referring to people that uh, it, 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 here, it, this, this was their exact words, uh, that are quote unquote opposed to the quote unquote new world order engage in groundless conspiracy theorizing or advocate or adhere to extreme anti-government doctrines. So we're talking about people who are like, let's take up arms and shoot the president in the face. Like not people who are saying, Hey, I disagree with the president. Maybe we should vote a new one in mm-hmm. world. of difference there yeah. in terms of how you're going to, you know, execute this uh, literally or figuratively yeah, yeah uh so and that's that's what i thought was interesting is is there were people who are actually arguing with me in the comments about why are you arguing with people in the well here's the it, 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 because what i would do is they would they would ask these questions that are clearly stated in the yeah, article the as article. to you know here's what an anti-government group is like oh how do you define that you know they're throwing their arms up in the air oh well here's how they define it well, that's bullshit, and they go on and on and on, and it's like, no, yeah, it's, but, but it's per, actually, but per it's, their definition, that's what a hate, what an anti-government group is. Not sure. per, you know, mm-hmm. still lives with mom seven two. <laughs> definition of it is right, and that was that was my thing. Is is it's easy for us to you know to just say, oh, well, you know, that's that's bullshit or whatever. But these are people who actually did research. I don't think you can just mm-hmm. dismiss that right away as yeah. like nothing. And the whole reason, like, like I, I think, you know, some people were, were surprised that we posted this. And uh, first of all, I saw it on other websites in Pennsylvania, but I didn't see any anybody covering it in local media. Why were they surprised and, that you posted it? Well, because we're an arts entertainment site. So they, I guess they just expect that we're always just going to talk about... These know, groups have uh, logos. That's music art. Music or, you know, uh, movies or whatever. No, it's a relevant issue. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to for us to establish that we are an alternative publication that is an actual alternative. You yeah. know, you hear that that term thrown around a lot, that alternative mm-hmm. publication. But uh, a, a lot of times <laughs> it's put out by the same company, the, 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 the same two companies that control the mainstream 
yeah. you know, media around here. So how is that? How is that an alternative? You know, and what really is alternative about it? What because maybe you say a curse every once in a while. You, you oh, you can print damn. You know, like yeah. that's there's nothing alternative about that. So I, I think we do need to get into more of those types of issues. I'd like to get more into alternative journalism in general. I'd love to do more. Uh, like you know, vicey. Um, yeah, in a sense, I would love to do more stuff like that. Um, and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these people, uh, you know, there were, there were people who said, you know, that they weren't shocked, you know, that, uh, they, uh, this, you know, someone said this is really disturbing and whatever. And then let's see, I, I'm going to, I'm going to read some of these. Uh, how do they come up with these readings? How many members are in each group there? Oh, the number is a lot small, you know, and then they're, they're like, you know, nitpicking it to death. Um, <laughs> how big does their meeting hall have to be? If their I, meeting hall is bigger than 24 square feet, then they're not a hate group. This guy says, uh, I've, I've seen a couple in, in Bangor, Pennsylvania, uh, not sure what, what group they belong to. And then, then, uh, a woman says, uh, I once saw a shirtless guy walking around Bangor with a swastika tattoo. <laughs> he said, probably the same guy. So, you know, I, I think most people are thinking that this, these are like, you know, just a, a small group of people and they are for the most yeah. part. But I think the fact that they exist in the area means we have more work to do. Yeah. You know, like when w- we're, we're the only publication in the area that, has a column that talks about LGBT issues. First mm-hmm. of all, I think that's a problem. Yeah. Like the fact that there really isn't that type of representation elsewhere is is strange to me, uh, especially as these groups become more and more vocal. But the fact that you know there are groups out there that hate people this much that they would advocate hate crimes or even you know commit them in some cases, I think we need to be aware of that. We need to talk about these things openly. You know, like uh, last year when uh, the Wil- the Wilkes-Barre Ku Klux Klan group was handing out flyers, a lot of the newspapers uh, did a story on it. And the first thing I heard from a lot of people, well, don't give them any publicity. Don't talk about them, and then they'll go away. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's how that's that's not yeah that's not how herpes works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ignore it. You know, it's like 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 the the mole on your back that turns into cancer. Like yeah yeah, just keep ignoring it. You know, don't don't bother to get it checked out. Yeah, don't, close don't, your eyes, your monsters will go away. You know, <laughs> stop writing about it. Yeah, and that's that's what that's what I, I uh, bothers me <laughs> is that people would. Do rather you know why just, there's gays? Because we write about it. <laughs> right, stop right. writing about it. <laughs> no, I'll go. Let's yeah. go back to what America was founded on the Bible. And then you know, one one guy says, "Well, this is dumb. There's no mention of uh, the Black Panthers or you know, as being a hate group." And it's like, actually, there is. If you, yeah. I mean, just they're just not in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's, but there. Uh, if you look at the actual report and you go through it. It, it does state that there are, you know, they, they do consider those groups, you know, uh, it's some of them anyway. I have a strange question. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can answer this for me because I, I think you're way more educated than I am. If we started a hate, if we started a group that hated hate groups, would we be considered a hate group? <laughs> If we were spreading lies about them, I think that's that's one of the keys that they talk about in the report is that it's untruths. Yes, it's it's basically saying like, well, white people are definitely better than black people. Well, yeah, but why? Yeah. Well, they they just are. You know, we like get better sunburned. just racially they are, and that's that's their that's the point. That's the only point they're making. You oh. know, they're just saying that without actually having any research or anything to yeah. back those up. Same with the government groups is, you know, they'll, they'll, oh, well, Obama's taking away your guns. Well, no, oh no, God. he's not. 
<laughs> that that just oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody show me one gun Obama took away. Right, just one. Yeah, and and that's the thing is is I'm not I don't even saying, care if it was a potato gun. Like, show me one gun he took away from you. Right, and I'm not saying oh, Obama's this amazing president. And he, he he's wonderful or anything but, else. Yeah, they're he's not trying he, to fucking like, be like yo, go give me here like. He has he has issues, but I I would rather if people are going to criticize him or anybody else in office that they actually no, cite legitimate yeah, no, things. Know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Say, well, you know, like, I disagree <laughs> with the fact that he's using these drone attacks. Yeah. That many pe- innocent people have died. These are, the, these are the things that we said, we want Bush out mm-hmm. because he's doing these things. Yeah. And then we put Obama in there and he's doing a lot of those same things. Yeah. That's legitimately something you can yell at him about. Shh, and that's something you could say is wrong. You don't hear about that. Shh. <laughs> So the, it, this this is the exchange that I thought was really funny. Uh, this this woman Kate says, "I'm not sure why you, me, like you, I.e. Rich, yeah, you're grouping anti-government with hate groups. Uh, there's pro- there's probably some, something wrong with you if you don't hate the government at this point." And I said, "We're not grouping anybody. Uh, this is a national civil rights organization that did the study. Uh, just we talking, just wrote the story on it, about it, which it has no opinion. <laughs> we we put no opinion in there whatsoever." <laughs> Um, and then, uh, you know, this, this one guy says, you know, it's uh, at at this time, anti-government sentiment should be considered the norm rather than extremist. I said, absolutely. But where the study sees a difference between is between you and I agreeing that the government is corrupt and that group of guys in Oregon making up things about the government, stealing their land and having a shootout with the cops. Oh my God. There's a big difference there, and, and the study has you know more examples of that. You know that was one of the things that they they talked about in the 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 actual. They put out like a full magazine with yeah, articles yeah. and stuff to go with it, and that was one of the things they talked about. So this guy really, uh, <laughs> this guy Ralph, I thought was hysterical. It was actually right after the podcast. He says um, <laughs> those those people who you are talking about actually have valid legal issues that the government and, and the only shots fired away by the feds, not them. I strongly suggest you get the facts correct. Uh, you know, maybe any PA scene should look into uh, the BLM and EPA a bit more closely. Perhaps at that point you will see what the real deal is, you know, which can, can I respond real quick to yeah. Ralph? Sure. Uh, your name is synonymous with vomit. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> well, they, 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 that's the funny thing. They is, might have legitimate gripes, but they didn't go take over land to to. And you know. uh, and and when you do, you know, the funny thing is, I did read. And about I did those see things. the video. The guy went for his gun. He got shot. Right. Not not to mention the fact. <laughs> Plus, they were trying to ram police officers. This is a guy who has been using public land for his private use for yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. And they're then thieves. Event- right. Right. They're, by legally, they are thieves, and and so him saying that they have any sort of legitimate, uh, you know, right to do these things is ridiculous. So uh, you know, I I, I said, and Ralph. this was this was just off the top of my head. I remember the one guy, David Fry. He was completely nuts. I said, yeah, a, gay, a guy like David Fry who rants about UFOs and chemical mutations is a guy we should be listening to. We'll be sure to listen to his extensive knowledge of the law of the land. I'm more inclined to listen to David Fry. <laughs> then I am the the mental ranchers in Oregon, <laughs> or 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 uh, like it's much easier for me to believe David Fry and the reptilian shapeshifters and the Illuminati <laughs> than it is that like this government, you know. Look, there's problems with the government. All right, we all know that. We all talk about it all the time. It's it engulfs us. Okay, the point of having a democracy is to try to do things better. 
So let's look at the problems and try to come to a, an agreement. I also don't believe that that our representatives and our senators and everything are being are, are representing the people. Right. I think they're more about self interest and 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 getting reelected and and maintaining power, which sure. is which is you know to me very disheartening. But you know, I I do a lot of political campaigns around here. I can tell you, invariably that you know most of the candidates that I do work for are nice people. Like right. they're trying to do good things with good intentions. They have they have perfectly great intentions. The problem is is that the you know we're not going to have nominations in the Supreme Court justices. That's a problem. But that yeah. has nothing to do with the population. You know, even all the polls say the majority of the population is like, no, we should talk. We should definitely have hearings, and we should nominate a new Supreme Court justice. But this is what we get. The government's fucked up. Right. So, so this, this, this he, he told me uh, that I should go do some reading and in, uh, educate my uh, your ignorant selves. So, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go do that. Hey, you better. No, you got to <laughs> look at that guy like a shooting star. Oh, that happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's why I usually don't um, I usually don't go back and forth with people. Uh, one one uh, one uh, person actually said uh, there's so much hate in this comment thread about the contents of this article when it has no bias. So good job on the article. Uh, this is incredibly sad. So there are some people who actually legitimately read it and understand, you know, what we're trying to do that. We're just trying to educate people. We're not necessarily saying one way or the other that we agree or disagree uh, with the, the findings of the study or even the definitions of what they consider these groups are or are not. Uh, but I think it's important that we talk about it and get it out there. So, uh, we're going to definitely continue to do stuff like that in the future and hopefully get a little more in depth. I'd love to do some more um, some more local studies. I mean, this was more of a national yeah. study. Uh, so I'd like to cite things that are a little bit more, you know, closer to home. Well, I think I think uh, in the next few weeks, we might be stirring the pot on something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something. But you, you're, I can't I can't quite talk about it yet. But yeah, there is going to be something that is slowly becoming near and dear to my heart and uh, locally that bothers me and we'll have some really well-read guests on about it <laughs> it's well it, as it's long big. as as long as ralph approves of them well I'll, I'll i'll have to i'll have to send him a message and ask him if if uh you know these people are legit or not i'm the thing you have a problem with i think James, I have nothing but but good things to think about you. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do a whole show where you're not on here, and we're just going to talk shit. So about you, you, yeah, you next week's me, next you bring week's, me on here. To, <laughs> next yeah, week's man. episode is titled "Last Week's Prick." <laughs> 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 no, man. Uh, in all honesty, is is that the end of the last word? Yep. Um, I, I'm I'm grateful that I know you. I'm privileged that you you felt enough confidence in us to to come here and do it. I'm proud of what you accomplished, um, and I'm I'm excited for your future because I think it's going to be a big, bright, shining star. And uh, let the haters hate and just keep on plugging <laughs> away, man. The moment they're mad at you, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> That's what I've learned. So if they start a James Barrett hate group, you know you... Yeah, well, if there's I, the James Barrett hate group, you just I, smile I think, and keep moving, I think baby. my friend Jerry Connor probably has made one of those already. <laughs> but he's my friend, though. It's like, it's not a big deal, but I think... Right. I think, I think I'm... Is he a frenemy or a friend? <laughs> oh, no, he's like one of my best friends, but I think he just... He, he'll be the first one to start a James Barrett hate group. Either that or... Um, no, probably just him. So, so by the time people listen to this tomorrow... Your album is available everywhere. Well, on digital sites, not LimeWire though. 
I couldn't upload it. Not LimeWire? No. <laughs> or Kazaa? Yeah, no, I, I went to, I tried, I tried doing that, but it, I don't know, I couldn't, TuneCore wouldn't let me upload it. Is it on the Pirate Bay yet? No, not yet. I'll look for it Not there. UTorrent? No, I'm going to pay for your album. I'm not going to buy the physical one, because that's just, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be uh, $7.92 on iTunes tomorrow. Seven dollars and ninety-two cents. Yeah, I think what a strange number. I think it's. I think that's. I think that's it. It's ninety-nine, it's 99 cents per song, but seventy-seven dollars yeah. and ninety-two cents for the album. Mm-hmm. How does that math work? Ninety-nine. Oh, 99. Point ninety-nine times. Gotcha. Eight. I'm pretty sure it's seven ninety-two. And your release is March first. No. Oh, your record party. release. Yeah. Uh, March nineteenth. At. Adezo in at, Scranton. At. Adezo. At. At. Oh, seven o'clock. <laughs> seven o'clock PM. We should get there early because you know it's gonna be a while. Seating is limited. Yeah. Yes. You know? People will be tearing down the walls too. Yeah. Do you want to say anything more kind about James or do we I think we've said enough about me. <laughs> I'm no I, I everything I just said I meant in all sincerity, man. I'm really excited for you and I'm really proud yeah. of you, man. And you know, tell your dad I said hi and I will. And I'm save up your money. Do not come in and do two songs. Do a lot. <laughs> and I'm sure we can f- do some sort of Sam's Club deal. Where <laughs> <laughs> you buy in bulk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. You good? Yep. Thanks for coming on. And Thank you. Uh, please, uh, you know, support James' new album. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.